We Speak English Good has expanded to WSEG TV only on Twitch. Every Monday at 1 p.m. and Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I will be going live and direct with guests. I have live looping, improvised music stuff and games prizes and more go to twitch.tv slash we speak english good and tune in also go to modedstudios.com m-o-d-e-d-s-t-u-d-i-o-s.com check out the latest and greatest from this fully embroidered patches and apparel online store actually the latest one is my favorite which is a maga hat with blm spray painted graffitied over it you gotta go check it out it's amazing i put it up on my facebook these hats are selling like hot cakes go check it out for yourself modedstudios.com now on with the show we should all leave town move out in the woods with the sky Pouring down over our heads, you should follow me. Here's plenty of room. Every midnight's come We'll drink to the moon Love the day. 
And that was today's guest, the Hail Music Committee, with Wood. That song is available anywhere you stream your music. Find the direct link in the show notes. Hey gang, welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good podcast. Today's guest is Mr. Deadside Blues. Deadside Blues is a music stringer. Stringer? Wow. A music streamer. He is also a, uh, a fantastic singer-songwriter for the band The Hail Music Committee, which you can find all the links in the show notes. Please go give him a follow. Go give him some love. Go smash those follow buttons and destroy those subscribe buttons. I just got the destroy. I'm, I got that locked and loaded because it's just fun to say. Anyways, Dead Side Blues. He is from Denmark, and uh, we get to talk to him, and that's amazing. It's amazing to know how other musicians across the world feel about things and stuff. So we are gonna talk to Dead Side here in a moment. But first, go to brainamystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com, and check out her latest single called stew it is a fire ass reggae tune and uh we 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 think you're gonna like it so go check it out reina also streams three days a week uh tuesdays and thursdays at 7 a.m eastern standard time and saturdays at whenever she decides that she wants to go on so check her website twitch.tv slash reina mystique go get some uh you can also check out the We Speak English Good stream. We've been having some listeners come over, and it's been awesome. So I appreciate you guys coming over to the stream. It's been fucking awesome. So please keep doing that. Come over, ask questions, be involved, be part of the conversation. You know, you know, I was thinking, it was like, you know, I, I, I imagine that everybody wants to be a part of the conversation. They just want to listen to a conversation. <laughs> they don't want to like be involved. So. You know, whatever. It's all good. If you don't want to be involved, you can just come and hang out with us. But <clears throat> please do go and uh, go check out the Twitch channel. It's twitch.tv slash we speak English good. We stream Mondays and Fridays. Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Also, we have a special music stream this Sunday, December 13th, 2020. Uh, at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, JT and the Conspiracy is back, baby, and we're doing it big. We're doing it bigger than ever. We're adding more songs to the set list, and we got a few surprises planned. So please come and get involved and interact with us and make us just just come and hang out. You don't have to make us do anything. I guess you could make me sing stupid songs, but anyways, okay. We're moving on. Like, subscribe, review, like us on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Snapchat, the Discord, the fucking Twitter, all that shit. We're, we're there. Just go do all that, I guess. You can also uh, subscribe to us on Apple iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcasts. You can also subscribe on YouTube where we have our music tutorials. We have all the, the, the Twitch feed videos uh, up on youtube as well so you can actually see the interview you're about to hear so if you want to actually watch the interview please do um click on the link in the show notes and it'll take you right to the video 
Uh, you can also subscribe on Twitch, which will cost you a few dollars, but I'm telling you right now, the Twitch channel is dope because you're going to get content on there that you'll never get on this podcast feed. So it is definitely worth going over and subscribing for a few dollars, a few dollars a month to support your boy, to keep doing this. And all the money that I get on the channel basically goes right back into the podcast. So it's not like I'm out here spending on cocaine and hookers. It's just I'm dumping it right back into this because I love doing this. And this is amazing. So please come on through twitch.tv slash we speak English good. You can also leave a review. Leave a review on iTunes, uh, wherever you get your podcast. It helps. It helps us to be found in the algorithm uh, of, of, of podcasting. Still looking for a great way to say that. Haven't found one. I'm sure there's one. I'm sure all I have to do is ask Raina. She'd give me a great, uh, probably give me like 20 different examples of how to say that better. But we speak English good. Hey! Anyways, <laughs> go write a review. We'll read them on air if you want. Or even if you don't want, I'll probably end up reading them on air. And also, you can write the show at we speak English good at gmail.com. Please do write the show. Tell us how you're feeling. How, what, what you're thinking? How's your 2020 been? <laughs> All that shit. Write the show. And, uh, you know, we'll read it on air unless you tell me not to. So there you go. Okay, guys. Let. Oh, wait. What do, I, what do we got going? Oh, yeah. Friday, we got Gail Hakes on the show. She is a music streamer. And, uh, and we, we got a lot of stuff coming up. So, again, December 13th, Sunday, December 13th. Uh, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Please tune in for JT and the Conspiracy. Hey, uh, we're gonna have a good time. We're gonna be playing Gr- Grateful Dead, uh, Stevie Wonder, Al Green, all kinds of cool stuff. So please do come through and request your favorite tune. So it'll be fun. Okay, guys, <laughs> enough out of me. Let's get on over to our friend Dead Side Blues, coming at you straight out of Denmark. Put your motherfucking hands together. The, the, the problem is that uh, I've been at it since six in the morning here in the States. And because I released a podcast today and I also were doing this and I, I also did a lot of work with the stream. Oh, thank you very much, Mighty Mighty, for those claps. I appreciate it. So um, I've been just going straight for, for, for hours and hours and hours. And, and then we land right here. So it's been... It's been quite an adventure. Like, and what's funny is, is that I've been going all day trying to prep for the stream and get my podcast out and do some other stuff. And I still seem to have been like frantically running around. Like, where, like I was looking for a pen. I was like, where's a pen? I just need a pen. <laughs> and so uh, here we are. And I, I, I appreciate it. You're a streamer. You know these, the, 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 the pain and the suffering that comes with it. <laughs> Indeed, indeed. How have you learned to sort of get past that, like, um, just that frantic feeling before stream? I mean, like, because, like, I'm a performer. I'm a, I, I, before the pandemic, I was playing, like, a few times a week. You know, I'm used to being in front of people. But as soon as the stream started and I started getting into this, all that went out the window. I mean, luckily, I do have a, a, a certain amount of comfortability being in front of people and on camera. But 
not with having like a space shuttle to command too. So I don't know. How, how have you been handling it? How do you, how do you sort of uh, get past that? Are, are you still feeling those feelings? I mean, like, <laughs> I feel like yes, I, I, I guess kind of like as a, as a live musician and as you said yourself, like when you're, when, for me at least, when you're doing gigs, right? I think the thing that I'm most nervous about is my tech. So, your take? My my tech, my oh, technology, your tech, tech. I'm all so that, sorry. all that, all that kind of stuff, you know, because uh, you know you rehearse the music, right? And mm. I'm not, not, I'm not a big of a tech guy, mm. so I, I really just like playing the guitar. And if there's a distortion pedal, I'm glad, I'm happy. That's <laughs> all I need. Right? <laughs> so getting into all the nitty gritty and turning the knobs—that's not really my thing. But, um, but it's a thing that you have to deal with when you're doing live music. Yeah. And so for that reason, it didn't feel foreign to me. Mm. It felt foreign to me that I'm foreign to technology and, right, <laughs> and turning right. the knobs, but not, but not in the way that, oh, you have to do this shit before you go on. Right. And, and if you don't do this, this stuff, then the other thing is not going to happen. Right, right. So, yeah. so for me... It, yeah, I did have some hiccups and, and stuff like that, but I mean, it, it wasn't really something that, that wasn't, it wasn't that new to me. And I've been standing at gigs and, you know, you're, uh, you break a string or you didn't bring enough batteries to your goddamn pedal or something <laughs> yeah. like stupid like that, right? Yeah. And so, you know, and so you learn and then you, you get to teach yourself the bare minimum right. of that so that it, it seems cool. I mean, <laughs> right, right. Um, so, yeah, I tend to have, uh, yeah, I tend to let other people do the gear maniac for, for me. Uh -huh. uh, so, so, but yeah, you got to do, you got to do some stuff yourself today. And so you just dial it in and then you watch your watts and then you're like, ah. Oh, still sounds like shit <laughs> then you use another day and then right and there goes like a, a whole month or something yeah. where you don't think about it and so so i i, I try to keep it at a at a minimal the tech stuff yeah you know I feel what's it. necessary <laughs> you know what man i i did too at the beginning of this i had so much going on and and by the way thank you swizer when Swizer, I'm just calling you Swizer. I can't say it. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, Swizy. <laughs> Swizy. Um, yeah, the the getting used to because you're right, there is this ingrained thing that we sort of have from years of performing, being in front of people, but there's this other side of it. And and luckily I do have a technical side of things that I know my way around, you know, uh boards, you know. God, I don't even what the, fader boards. What? Come on. What? What do we call the boards with the faders? And you plug stuff into them. Like a mixer. Thank you. Oh my God. See how? <laughs> see how well educated I am. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. Well, I, I was out on the stretch there as well. You know, I was like, hey, is is that what they call it? <laughs> yeah. That was uh, that was no point over there, but but yeah. So like, I know my way around a mixer. I know my way around, you know, uh, a DAW. You know, I know my way around instruments and stuff, but this this specifically, I'm not very computer super computer savvy. Only enough to run the programs I need. Now, some of these programs are very complicated, right? But 
There's nothing more complicated than this fucking streaming shit, man. I lose my goddamn mind. Because because the truth is, is that sometimes there is no solutions to find. You know what I mean? Like, there's, like, sometimes it's just like, you have to figure this shit out. And it could take you hours or days. And then it just always seems to happen right before you have to stream that some thing changes on its own like technology just makes up its own mind it's like hey <laughs> nah we're not doing it like that anymore we're doing it like this now it's like now figure it out stupid you know it's like it's it's uh it's very strange and and it's almost like technology has a mind of its own and it makes me think like what's gonna happen when technology has a mind of its own geico music thank you so much hey! i love you geico fuck it you keep the party popping bro mm -hmm. Like the guy is here. He's a great guy. I appreciate it, guy. Thank you so much for the follow. Hey, uh, yeah. So it, it's uh, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I don't. Can you? Do you think about AI? Do you think about like where 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 that's going? I mean, the idea yeah, of computers uh, having. Of course, I do, because because I've seen Terminator Two. That's what they <laughs> it scared uh, the living daylights out of me. So of course, I think about that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, just, um, I mean, computers are so quixotic at, at, on their own. It's just like I can't imagine what what it's going to be like when they when they have the computation power that they do have already and then also have you know consciousness behind that i'm doing well geico uh, how are you friend thank you for being here um well, yeah uh, yeah but the real question is like uh you know like asimov he did a lot of writing about how computers who actually had an intelli intelligence would go about doing their business and how we should see them should we see them as appliances or should we see them as human existential beings like ourselves right right and uh, i think that's that's still a, a cool question and and it, it's only like it it will reveal itself once we get a little longer into what, what they might call the singularity right yeah um and uh and to me i mean we've been having this talk for centuries about technology in general right i mean when the phone came and when the TV came, the radio came and everybody's like, it's a generational thing. Everybody's like, oh, this is going to be the end of us. Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, everybody does that. The internet came. Oh, my God. Human civilization is dead as we know it. And it is. But it's also evolving in some hugely ways that we cannot predict, like see social media. That's so weird. Yeah. Like a really weird thing, right? It's so weird. Um, it's so weird. It, I mean, I mean, because like even if you think about, it, I mean, Twitter, Twitch is a social media, yeah, like a a social media on another level. I mean, geez, and and you see how much time it takes of that, and then how much time you're just sitting there and scrolling. Um, yeah, it's frightening. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, you I, know, I interrupted like your toilet point. time. <laughs> it, it, yeah, exactly. But the problem is that toilet time turns into like all the time and. And you know, yeah, like that's my, true. my wife, my wife, my wife was on me last night about it. It was like, dude, like, turn off, turn off, turn off. And it's like, I just got to do this. And it's so crazy because I'll get so into whatever I'm doing that it's like you like I'm laser focused and anything that gets in my way. I just want to be like, ah, blah, blah. you know, like it's just it's an ugly seed. But but it's just it, it's it draws you in and, and it's just, i mean it glows in the dark and it's pretty and sparkly and it has all the answers in the world 
and many psychologists spend their lives work figuring out how to distract you from what you're doing. So, mm -hmm. I mean, it's not, it's not like it's a surprise that, that it's no, hard it, for it's you, a, right? It's a surprise that happened. <laughs> it, it was, I think it was a surprise at first, and then it was just quickly taken advantage of. And, and people, as soon as, because they sort of stumbled upon this idea of, of, of metadata and, and capturing metadata as a way to make money, that was sort of something that was sort of, uh, they sort of stumbled into, and it wasn't a part of like Facebook, that wasn't a part of their business model at first. And now it's, you know, everything. Um, yeah, it, it's, uh, it's, uh, it, it's, it's, it's definitely a weird situation that we have here where we're we're so focused on what's going on in here that sometimes we sort of forget about what's going on out here and and literally i mean i i do that you know i'm not trying to say i don't like last night obviously it's just it, it's a it's a huge distraction and you're right people are actively um they're actively designing these apps and 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 these and you, these phones to be addictive like and you, like you said, yeah. there's, there's psychologists, psychiatrists out there who are who are like, let's do it. This is the most efficient way to keep somebody coming back. And it's like, uh, you know, like if someone hasn't been in an app for too long, like if you haven't been in Facebook for too long, all of a sudden it pings and it's like, hey, your friend Geico Music just posted something. Why don't you go find out and see what's going and, on? And <laughs> I, I need to, I need to look what Geico is saying. Right. It's important. He's one of my great friends here on uh, here on Twitch. Exactly. Which I met here through Twitch. So exactly. So when he when when my phone does ping and Geico posted something to the story, I'm like, I'm on hey, it. It Let's is important, <laughs> but I, I do feel I do feel a bit different in that way uh, as opposed to many other people. Mm. Uh, I because I'm really bad at social media, <laughs> and I kind of don't I kind of don't dig it, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah. Um. So for me, and I just made a new Facebook uh, for Dead Side Blues, right? And it took me these five months to do that. <laughs> <clears throat> And it's mostly just because, you know, I don't, it, it, for me, the, the goal has to be really apparent mm. to start something or to just, I can't take a picture of a pie and then just post it because I don't think it's, <laughs> it's interesting. I don't think it's interesting. And also I might, I might also be a, a bit, uh, you know, um, damaged from my work because I have a background in advertising. Oh, so to yes. me, communications and, and Facebook posts, you know, uh, Oh, it's, it's too much so like easy work, to, right? Yeah, <laughs> and also it's so easy to see when people are just grabbing for attention, oh. uh, rather than rather than than saying something that people might want to hear. And I think oh. there's a big distinction there, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. And, and I, that, what's funny is the ironic part with Geico is that I actually found out you guys are on through uh, Facebook. So he he found out that we're on through Facebook. So. I mean, that's the other part about it is that it's a very useful tool as well, especially for musicians, especially yes. for for entertaining entertainment, the entertainment industry. Um, that it, that to not have it is almost you know it's almost working against yourself. And you know, I did notice that you you have a very low profile online, and I respect that. Um, <clears throat> but it because it, it, you know, like I at the beginning, I was like, I know he's from Denmark. I know his name is Dead Side Blues, <laughs> and I know he his music's good, and that's about it. <laughs> because you know, like, 
I feel that. Were, were you? Do you also feel like you can't, uh, like you don't want to put that much out about yourself? Like, like that's not. I mean, because like you're saying, I can't just put a pie up. I think that's stupid. But do you also kind of have a privacy kind of thing as well? Like you don't want to put all your business out on there because some people well, put out I, there some stupid stuff. Like you're saying, it's some dumb ass stuff that who cares? Or I had my third abortion today. You know, it's like, oh god, go away. You know, it's like, what kind of what kind of friends do you have on social media? Oh, you know, East Siders, East Side Toledo friends, and and I'm not even oh, gonna go okay. into what that means. <laughs> That doesn't. I know that you're like okay, that. Makes, but yeah, you just, just, just. Uh, do you know who ICP is? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Juggalo March. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank yeah, you. All that thank stuff. you. Thank yes, you. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, uh, I love imagine, those guys. <laughs> imagine the east. Imagine the east side is full of juggalos. So that's what east. Side oh, I got you. Is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's a, that's a total target audience. I get that. Oh yeah. That oh yeah. Well, uh, and also those guys are from about forty minutes north of us. They're from Detroit. So oh. I'm I'm just south of Detroit. So we had those guys down here all the time growing up and stuff. But anyways. Uh, I, I don't know if I should say this, but there's one th one song with the ICP that I really enjoy, and what's it called, Malenko? Maybe oh, the Halls yeah. of Inception. Halls I think that's the only song from ICP that I know, and I, I love it because they have like kind of like a comic strip oh. on YouTube. Oh, and I enjoyed the drawings. Uh -huh. Like I don't know who these guys are. <laughs> They're pretty. It's pretty sweet sounding, and also I I don't listen to hip hop. Ah, I see. Could you call ICP hip hop? I don't know. See, mm. I don't even. They would probably. <laughs> they would probably be. Hey, what's up? Thirteen TV. Like I. I don't know what you want me to call you. I. I. I see you. I, I don't know what you want me to call you, but let me know. I'll just call you Thirteen for now. What up, bro? <laughs> it's good to see you. Uh, yeah. The. Oh shit! What were we just saying? We were just talking. Well, okay, so so privacy is not. Oh like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, well, I guess it's also that, like, being vain and stuff, you know? But also, for me, it's like... Thank you for the, for the host. Um, for me, it's totally about... Because, as you said, and I really like that, I dig what you said. Oh, I know he's from Denmark, he makes great music, and his band name is Dead Side Blues or the Hill Music Committee. I think that. What more do you need to know, right? <laughs> right. Uh, all the other stuff are in the lyrics or maybe in the cover art or whatever, yeah. right? You got a lot of... And I know, and I'm trying to make that branding story or something for my brand, for my band and, and, and how I want to proceed this adventure. Mm -hmm. But it's not... For me, I, I find it kind of more damaging to just put stuff out there that you don't really know why you're telling people because for me i mean that's that's adding to that shitty instagram pie that you don't like to see on your speed right yeah yeah for sure. people say it, you could basically just make a post and say hey i'm here still why don't you like this photo and i get it but but is that value um i don't i don't know yeah and it depends on what you want to use it for right but if i want to say something that i've experienced i've I would call up a friend and tell him about it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, it, um, it, 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 oh, please go ahead and finish your thought, please. Well, I guess that, that's pretty much, pretty much it. Well, the, the, the damaging is, is right. I think you're absolutely right about damaging. I mean, when you look at, I mean, I, I was, I already knew kind of information from this book called, from Jonathan Haidt. I forgot what, who, what the book is named. Damn it. 
But they did a, a, a documentary that's pretty popular right now on uh, Netflix. I think it's The Social Dilemma. And they kind of oh, yeah, I saw it. that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and especially the part that the, the Jonathan Haidt part that, that he contributed to that is the part of the study of the correlation between uh, the rise of Facebook and social media and the rise of, of, of um, suicide and depression and anxiety in, in young people. Um, so the correlation is there. It doesn't mean that one is, you know, it's not the causation or whatever that was. It's called. not causation. No. Right. It's yeah. not the cause. They're not saying it, but there is definitely a positive correlation between the two. And when you see how young people or, I mean, especially young women, um, just by the way of society sort of portrays women, uh, especially in America, um, that, that, uh, you know, that, that's a hard thing for them. That's a hard, that's a hard pill to swallow. It's like, why didn't they like my post? Am I not cute enough? Am I not beautiful enough? It's like, oh, I better put a filter on. And, <clears throat> and those fucking filters, they're, they're all lies, you know? And it's just, God damn, how I couldn't imagine being a young person now, like being in high school right now, I mean, especially now during a pandemic, but I mean, like even before the pandemic, just with 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 how how it's working now, how high the hierarchy of of social media and and IRL, how they intertwine in, in such a toxic way. And, and it, Jesus Christ, I mean, like I was a I was a mess as a young man, you know, as, as a young boy. So like to have that thrown on top of it would just I don't know. I, I don't know what would have happened. I, uh, I don't know how, how, I mean, you seem like you're, you, you, you were, that's before, a little bit before your time. It seems like that wasn't, you didn't grow up with social media your whole life. I'm no, just, that came, that came after I, I, I did most of the stupidest things of my life. You which, know? which thankfully, so, and, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's, that's really great because I, I used to do really stupid shit yeah. and I used to record it as well, but there was no way I could put it online. So that's great, right? <laughs> You know, <laughs> hold, on, hold on. What would you record that was stupid? Um, I gotta know well, now. Well, well, I had a, a, a like a heavy metal band, oh, and nice. we would do weird, weird stuff when yeah. we were teens. And you know, we would run around with uh, you know, like socks on our dicks <laughs> outside in the cold temperature, red hot chili pepper, just hit. just to have fun, right? Of um, course. And it's uh, and if we had a YouTube. Probably that that probably be out there. Dead you know? side is canceled, and, and it's yes, exactly. That's just no, but it's just like um, if you're building something, mm. right? Then you would probably want your goal to go to, or your messaging to go to that mm. that place and give that message right. that you want to send, right? And I I feel like. As you said before, uh, and as a graphic designer and advertiser, I have this thing about Photoshop. I know what it can do, and I know that I only, even though I'm educated, didn't know 5% of that program. But those 5% are only helping me mm -hmm. convey what it is that I want to say. And so the real mission and the real hard part is figuring out what you want to say and not just make a pretty picture. And it, it, the same goes with, with songwriting, right? You can make a brilliant beat. It's easier than ever. You got your, your laptop, but what do you want to say with that beat? There's tons of stuff you can say, right? Yeah. And that's kind of like the emotional, that the emotional cargo that's kind of, that's kind of important when you're doing music, for example, right? Yeah. Um, so 
So that's why I'm probably because, you know, and then you just have to blankly admit that I didn't think I haven't thought about it that much. So yeah. when I do, I will put something out there. That's for, that's for damn sure. Right. But then you'll know that. All right. I'm, it's, it's not his one year anniversary or he's not trying to say something about Black Friday because yeah. he's a musician who made us all. I don't know what all kinds of stupid stuff you could put your brand on. Right. Right. Um, so, so to me, I'm just, I'm over precautious in that way, uh, maybe. Yeah. And, and Twitch has helped, has helped me get a little of that, uh, to be gone. Cause I think that's important as well, uh, to just get out there and not just think about it and then do it and then disappear from the surface of the earth. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. There's sort of like with Twitch, it's like, there's sort of this accountability. Like if you're looking to like looking to grow and like to make something of it there's this sort of accountability that you're held to and it sort of keeps you uh, motivated and it sort of keeps you uh, motivated in in a good way bad ways but like just it, it just keeps you motivated to keep going because you know that that next stream is coming and you, like whatever yeah. you need to get done whatever you got to do you got to be ready for that stream because here it comes and you got to just go and um <clears throat> I feel like that's something that could kind of prime the pump with that sort of get you going to like, hey, maybe now I could start posting a little more about the music that's coming out and post a little more about this. And maybe I'll post a little bit about my Twitch, try to get some people over there. You know, like it's just I, I, I see what you'd be because that's what the podcast was for me. Um, the pod like because I started a podcast like six years ago and I had a really hard time finishing stuff. I had a really hard time. um just 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 staying motivated to finish something a project or a song i just it, i just i always had this just I, I would get so far and i'd just be like yeah whatever you know and you just you lose interest and you just move on to the next thing that captures your interest and what the podcast made me do is, is like well okay even though there's nobody forcing me to release this every week I'm putting this on myself that this has to be released every Wednesday in the morning, every week, forever, you know, until I stop doing it. And so yeah. if you have that in your head, like this is what I have to do and this is coming up and it needs to get done and that's all there is to it. Then you sort of start getting in the habit of doing that in other places. You sort of start getting in the habit of like, you know, like because some people start exercising, you know, and then you, you run a week and then you're like, eh, fuck that. I'll just do it tomorrow. And then you do it. And then you do it tomorrow. And then eventually it's like, well, running is a far memory, you know? So it, 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 it happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did run that last time. Oh, wow, a year back. That must <laughs> that must be fine, right? Yeah, I'm good to go. I'm good to go. But, but <laughs> I'm good to go, yeah. <laughs> but what happens is, is when you hold yourself accountable to to uh, to something like that, like really hold yourself accountable, is that it it sort of opens up those pathways in your mind to to apply to other way to other things. So like with with what I noticed is when I started this podcast, not only my communication skills went way through the roof. But also my motivation to complete things, my motivation to keep working, my motivation, like my work ethic was primed by just holding myself accountable to that, which I would say before 30, my work ethic was dog shit. And only in these last few years of my life, I feel like that I've really, really, really worked. And not only on myself, but on my, what I'm doing. 
So I, I can completely yeah. understand how Twitch can get you motivated to sort of start expanding out and and, and making yourself comfortable with it and and making your, and getting yourself used to it because you know like you said it's like there's an other half of you where it's just like I don't even need to do that or not even thinking about doing it you're just like that's just that you know like it doesn't even occur to you maybe so it's just yeah. uh, it, 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 once you start priming the pump I feel like things sort of start getting drawn out of you. Yeah, and it's a it's a grown up thing, yeah. right? To, ah, you know, yes. it's every everybody has a dream. Mm. Everybody has dreams. Uh, some dreams are meant to be chased after and maybe make something more out of. Some dreams, hopefully, are not meant to do that. They're meant to just be lift and played out in your sleep or whatever. Right, right. <laughs> you you keep those bastards but, to yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> This, I don't think this is your dig, man. I just <laughs> think you should go back to your uh, daytime job or whatever, right? Yes. But you know that, and I, don't, and I do think that Twitch makes you Twitch or whatever kind of mature uh, working planning style you get into. And, and also the reasoning for it is so much better because it's, as you said, it's not for everybody else. It's for me. I want to do this with my life. Mm -hmm. And I think that's hugely important when you're making something of value that you don't do it for other people, but you do it because you want to figure out stuff for yourself. Yeah. And maybe you want to see how far you can take this project or you want to see if you can actually try to get, as a musician, try to get those feelings down on a piece of paper or through a song, right? Mm -hmm. And then you do it and then you're like, oh man, that was terrible. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, but I, you know, I, I still, I still want to write great music, and you know, I, maybe those guys, Neil Young and those guys, maybe they didn't learn it the first time, you know. Yeah. And so you keep at it. Yeah. And you do it for your own pleasure, and then hopefully somebody else will come along and say, "Hey, what you're doing there, that speaks my language as well in some ways, right?" Like for example, it was so amazing to hear how you interpreted my music video. I mean, what? How great was that? <laughs> Because I know those times in our lives, right, mm -hmm. that you were talking about. I get that. And, um, and I've had those too. Uh, and for me, the music video says something completely different. <laughs> Which is but amazing. That's not the yeah. That's not the point. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it's about, uh, I'm pretty sure that if we talked about it, I'm pretty sure we would figure out that the mood about it is probably the same. Mm -hmm. If, if uh, you make a good song, people will... We kind of have the same. Uh, hey, Tadio, Fabio, how you Tadio, doing? Tadio, Fabio, hey, yes. welcome, yes. welcome. Some welcome. of my friends are here. Hey, <laughs> we appreciate y'all coming by. Thank you so much for being in chat. We're we're just talking about. Uh, we're just talking about. Uh, uh, well, actually, I I, I do want to kind of talk about that video because I mean yeah, the imagery yes. is beautiful and the song is incredible. Like I mean, like. I, like I'm not bullshitting when like I I really really connect to that and <laughs> my mom saw it and she was like this video makes me feel weird <laughs> and I'm like good <laughs> good it's it's supposed to make you feel mother <laughs> and also weird <laughs> yeah it, it, you know all the things right it's supposed to be all the things and that's what's beautiful about art it's like you have your own idea about it but then you throw it out into the world and then they spit something completely different back out at you um so i i would i mean in that moment 
you know, I don't want, if you don't feel like doing this, because I hate trying to have people tell me, what does it mean? You know, it's like, you well, what does out. it mean? Yeah, but like, <laughs> what, what does it mean to you? Like, what when you're like, when you guys are filming and writing the video, I mean, specifically the video, and maybe the lyrics, which I'm terrible at listening to lyrics, by the way, so I'm a, I'm a musician, I'm, I'm a instrumentalist, and I, I guess yeah. that's my excuse for not hearing lyrics, but I go right past lyrics and go right to the production and stuff. So um, I don't know what you're even saying. I'm sorry. <laughs> but the visuals and the music itself is what really moves me. So the, uh, but with the video itself, uh, what, what were you trying to convey with that? What was the whole, what was the whole idea yeah. behind it? Well, well um, Origins was an EP about, like trying to figure out where you're from and why you are here. Mm -hmm. And um, so for me, that was an interesting subject. And even more because I'm adopted, so I got Danish parents. I'm adopted from India. Mm. So for me to come live around these bunch of white folks is weird. Yeah. Like in Denmark, there, are a lot, there aren't a lot of, and especially not where I grew up, a lot of uh, dark-skinned fellas, right? Right. Um, so that kind of feeling like always kind of out of place, but still in, you know, in the inner circle, yeah. it's like mind boggling to me. Mm. And so I think that's my perspective on, 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 uh, on our, you know, our whole, our whole sense of being really is that it's weird and it's random and stuff that we find natural might not be that natural as, at all and I, I think the video what i was trying to convey there it's uh, to you those of you who haven't seen it it's a man who's walking around in, in in the woods with a gas mask on and that's just my way of saying if i went out and lived in the nature today like you've seen those survivor in the woods kind of shows probably two hours i would survive and then i'd, I'd pass out you know because yeah. i don't know nothing about nature even though in the strictest sense, I am nature, and so are we all, right? And mm -hmm. so when people say that's not natural, I'm not sure they're right, you know? Right. But there is something about, like, trying to go back to your roots, again, origins, and, and, and that's kind of like, there are these milk things in the music video, Jugs of Milk, mm -hmm. representing, for me, uh, the idea was representing kind of like breast milk and that kind of weird stuff, like, because mm -hmm. where do you, where, like, just taking kind of a piss of that whole mother earth kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Cause that's what it is, right? We are of this world yes, with all that entails, but still we somehow feel really disconnected to it, mm -hmm. which is, is weird, right? Right. Well, as, as we, as we, as we suckle the tea of the, of the earth, we're, <laughs> yes. we're, we're trying to, you know, we're, 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 we're trying to distance ourselves. I mean, actively, it seems like humans are actively trying to distance themselves. Yeah. And to such a point that even when they do want to try to come out and be a part of nature, we're not sure it's even possible. Like, wow. how many people in our general society could do that? That's almost none. Mm -hmm. Bear grills, and then, I don't know, some other guy, right. maybe, I don't know, right. probably two or three people in the world knows how to do that shit, right? Mm -hmm. But, you know, right, so, yeah. so, so that is weird. Um, and, and it's about how we also build our society. And, and that's, you know, that's another thing to me. It, it's, it's weird when you write music, there's somebody who will say, well, if, if we don't have to speak politics, 
what what would you say your music is like? And I'm like, you can't distinguish that. Hmm. But there's a pretty good reason for that. The reason for that, I would say, is that, you know, um, music and art focuses on what we go through as human beings and how and how we reflect on our lives and our way of living right. and what what our politics exactly that that's how we we choose how we live and so every kind of piece of art is political and it's yeah. just by its definition right of course yeah because because that you know, I've been talking about that a lot is that because there's a lot of criticism from people who are like, you know, like artists, why are artists talking out about this? Like, shut up, make music, you know, shut up and paint a picture, shut up, take a picture, whatever it is. You know, there's this idea that artists shouldn't comment or shouldn't, uh, you know, it, it, it's like no matter what you're doing, whatever art's coming out is a reflection of the culture that, that the artist is participating in. So, yes, it's like, no exactly. matter what, it, it, it is a reflection of it. and. And, and fuck you for trying to tell me that artists can't talk about fucking political things like literally can't talk about life can't talk about these things. like especially in this country music has has had there's a, a strong history of breaking down boundaries especially with race you know like even mm. back in the swing era like benny goodman be rolling around with teddy wilson and and uh, yeah, Lionel yeah. hampton you know like and and, and you know like all throughout history of music and blues, you know, like blues where it came from and and how, you know, white people stole it, but also it brought it to the mainstream. It made it a part of where we're at. I mean, it's so interesting to think that blues turned into hip hop, you know what I mean? And and, and rock and roll exactly. and all of that. But it, it, it's this, musicians and artists have always broke boundaries with art. I mean, look at John Lennon, you know, all you need is yes. love. I mean, go fuck yourself. Like this, like like you can't tell me that artists should keep their mouth shut. They can't. If they're creating, then they're already coming. It's too many late. It's too many. And maybe it's yeah, and maybe they're already coming. If you if you think that should be the case, maybe you should think of how why you want to separate things so much. Hmm. Why is it important for you to be able to to say that this thing ends here hmm. and it does not bleed over to this part here, right. which is a totally separate separate thing you say right mm. but i don't think so right and so so um you know it's it's much more easy if we know that it's all just a big melting pot right because <laughs> then we, we're not kidding ourselves to say that you can't be this and i think it, i think that's kind of the weird thing about fascist times and mm. And, and gender uh, gender politics and stuff like that because they're kind of fascist in their own way, right? Yes. And I grew up in a world where it was almost like the opposite where, where people uh, would, would tell uh, people with my kind of skin like, well, I, did, I don't even know. When I look at you, I don't see anybody who's from India, for example. They see me as my friend, right? Mm -hmm. Which I think that's a pretty good outcome, right? <laughs> I think that's a pretty good way of looking at things. And now it's become more like we look more and categorize more and judge more about what people are. Are you a woman? Are you black? Are you blah, blah, blah? And then everybody should know how, how that feels like. That doesn't feel the same for people, right? For everyone. So, yeah, no, and, and it's, it is weird because like, it's like every 
you know, every black person has to sort of hold the weight of the opinion of every black person around or like every Indian person, you know, like you represent every Indian person now and whatever you say is a detriment to, you know, like it's, it's not about who you are as an individual and what you've accomplished. It's about who, uh, what the skin color is and what phenotype you have and, and how that relates to other people that has similar phenotype and melanin in their skin, which is a very ridiculous thing ridiculous way to think about it and, and exactly then, and of course like that, that 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 thing shapes us as people because mm -hmm. of but but that's not the, the the real point about it is that is what you do with that disparity or what we what you do with that abnormality or what you do with that feeling that you feel a little bit stronger about that some people don't feel as strong about just feel stronger about other stuff because of their upbringing right mm -hmm. or what they've been facing so that's that's what we should teach people, right? Yeah. That you have this body and it's a weird thing, but it's a vehicle for you to go and watch the world through some specific perception, right? Yeah. And it, the more you can overcome that and use that and use that to see other things more clearly, I would say that's, that's a pretty good way to, to think about it, right? I, I would agree, though. Uh, the, the, when you, when you said how, you know, like the anti-fascist can be somewhat fascist, it's, 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 yeah. it's very interesting, man, because it's like, you know, you, you had this idea, especially, I keep saying, especially in America, because America has a lot of shit going on right now. Um, Definitely. But, uh, especially in America, we, we, I don't, I don't know how, you know, like, I don't know how we're going to get past this and I don't know how we're going to be able to 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 stop seeing it like this but 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 i know that whatever the anti-fascists are saying is not erasing hate from man's heart you know what i'm saying like it's not like like their mission is to erase hate from man's heart and and i don't think that's the case i and 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 i don't think that most humans are like thoroughly good you know like i think there's is a lot of bad people out there that do have bad intentions maybe not like truly racist or anything but make bad choices that 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 even if they're making bad choices for themselves that they affect you with their bad choices and so to look at the general population as, as good i mean i think that's kind of lending yourself to um to uh to to get hurt um, well, because we lock see, our doors at night, you know what I mean? If, if we trusted yeah, our neighbors, yeah. we wouldn't be locking our doors at night. Um, go ahead, please. I, yeah. Know. And it's also like, well, what constitutes, what is good, right? Yeah, I mean, exactly. Uh, what is this? It's, what it's, is it's good? not, that's not a definitive answer. Of course. You can't find things that are, cause you know that at some point it was all right to beat the crap out of your kids. I mean, they deserved it. Right. Yeah. But today that you can't do that. Right. Right. Uh, but in those days, that were pretty good. Yeah. You know, you're good way teaching to your, teach your kids. children discipline. Right. Yeah. So, so nothing is definitively good. And I think we as humans, we 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 want us we want to find those things mm -hmm. that are inherent inherently true, right? That really that really can make us feel safe right. in our beliefs. Right. But I do think that we are missing out by calling people inherently good or. And, and wanting that, or, or or trying to force that on people, like that idea, like that that we should all be out there, you know. Because it, I I don't mind being a, a a a nice person, and so when it comes to like gender pronouns and and 
all the things i'm totally i'm on board whatever but when it starts becoming policy and when it starts becoming this thing about control and when it starts becoming this thing where like you can't say that or you will go to prison this is this is a different that's something else completely now now you have someone yeah. who's holding this this idealism over your head and here in America, we got a problem with people telling you what to do. We don't even want to fucking wear masks. You know what I mean? Like, and 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 that's that's to save ourselves and other people. And we still yeah, yeah. you can't tell me to wear fuck mask, man. Fuck you. You know, like it's just it, that mentality is, is is crushing as well. But it's still it, it's still sort of the tenant. I feel like that in America and just of the idea of freedom of speech is just. I, it's really hard. It, it's really hard to be on board fully with that movement when where it's moving is like this. This you know their control. It, it's it's about control. It's like what can you say? What can't you say? Now, am I gonna run out into the streets and yell the n word? No, that's not my intentions. But but I feel like if someone is in the streets yelling the n word, they shouldn't be thrown in prison. Maybe they should get mental help, or you know, like maybe maybe they just need to be punched in the fucking face. You know, like a, a good ass whooping. Yeah, it helps. Um, and that's the beauty about freedom yeah. of speech is that yeah, you can go out and say all those things. But you might also get shot in the face. You also might get ran over. You know what I mean? Like someone might run you over. I mean, there's a price to this shit. But yeah, I mean, I, I think I mean, it's. But I think it's. I think it's something worth defending. Yeah, and all those safe spaces. When did we forget that living life dangerously can be extremely fun? And and life is dangerous. Yes. <laughs> life so is let's chaos. not kid ourselves, right? Yeah. Life is I mean, fucking chaos, bro. Like, and it's also it's also pain. Yes. You know? Yeah. The freedom of getting shot in the face, Raina says. I'm I, I'm 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 totally on board with that in some in some strange way. <laughs> Which, but but I mean, no, but, yeah. Go ahead, please. Uh, it's it, I think it's a cool thing. I think it's a cool thing that we can disagree with each other, and I also do believe, and it's. it's Calica, this is a hot take, this one. Like, I do believe that the more evil there is in the world, the more better we can have it, right? And that's the psychological uh, statement, because, I mean, let's see people who are the most privileged in the world. They think they can have it better, right? Mm. Um, but it's hard to see how, uh, how shitty it can be if we don't know it, right? And then that makes us feel grateful in some way, right? Mm. That at least we are doing something better than let's take history than for 50 years ago right yeah oh, lamp is <laughs> so feisty lamp it's a feisty lamp it's weird <laughs> so, so yeah take care of uh and also embrace the dark and and shitty sides of life i mean isn't that what makes the great parts even better right. i mean Sweet and sour, baby. I, I like I like what Calicat said. How did we get from don't hit your kids, it doesn't teach shit, to maybe he just needs a punch in the face. Let me tell you why. Because children, they don't know what they're doing. They're learning. They're children. You don't fucking beat the fuck out of a little tiny person who don't know any better. But when you have a fucking a 32-year-old fucking douchebag... <laughs> With fucking stringy hair and his MAGA hat on, running down the street screaming the N word. Well, you know, I'm mean, what? You know what? It, there's a big difference. There's a huge difference. Um, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I also think, like, 
you you need to to think about uh, hard stuff like free will. Yes. If you wanna if you wanna talk about you know like sentencing and punishment and who said fault for what, I just watched a great uh, Netflix documentary today. I think it just came out. Mm, three identical strangers, it's called. Three. And it's about three twins. I won't I won't spoil it, but you have to see it. But three twins who grew up in different neighborhood neighborhood or different families, foster mm-hmm. families, right? Okay. So one like pretty poor working labor kind of the family, one mid class, and then one affluent high class family, right? Mm-hmm. But they all had the same mannerisms. And so in one way, they were totally similar, like on the outside, but it became like a bias confirmation because they were like could only looking in the way that they, uh, that they were similar yeah. and not recognizing the deep, deep canyons and deep like rift there was just beneath. And it's a wonderful documentary about nature versus nurture and also about the, the disconcerting thing about free will, right? Yeah. Um, so when you see that guy running down the street with the MAGA hat, well, is he, is, is it really his fault? Or am it, is it my fault to be such a snobbish asshole that I think I'm better than him or that I'm on the right side, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that is, whew, right. That's, that's, that's something you need to chew on, right? Well, I mean, what's the old saying? It's like, uh, you know, like one, one country's heroes or is the, another country's terrorist. What is it? It's like a terrorist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I always get these fucking wrong, but it's like. You know, is it a freedom fighter or a terrorist? Right. right. What, what, what is I it? Mean, it just depends on which side of the line you're on. And it's like, ugh. And I think that, that's so interesting uh, when you take it out to extremes. That's where it comes fun, right? Uh, <laughs> if you, <laughs> yeah, I mean, number, however you however you define fun, I guess. I mean, when whoa. I think of extremes, I think of you know, I think of the people who are shooting the person in the face, and I and I, I that that's what I think of of extremes is the person who's going out and the thoughts come become a reality, like the you know that 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 in my mind when you said extreme that's where it went uh maybe you i would say something like maybe pedophilia yeah uh, like how does uh, society deal with people who commit these crimes or maybe have the sexual disposition to do so mm-hmm. uh do we cling and do we string them up on trees what do we do with them because certainly the crimes they commit are heinous and 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 really horrendous but do we have any empathy for those pedophiles who have this perversion and never acts upon it? Yeah. Like that's a that's a fucking tortured soul right there, right? Right, right. I mean, and and do we have any sympathy for them? I would say I think we should probably share. Yeah, maybe um, maybe a little bit. Just to, just I mean, just because they're human, but I mean it's just it, it's a. Uh... I mean, like, I have my own personal thing about that because I, yeah. I don't like, like, I don't like that. That shit fucks with me really bad, you know, like the idea of little kids getting touched or whatever. Uh, but it's, yeah, I don't know, man. That That is a tough question. See, so, I, and, then, and, then, and then if you go, like, deeper into the story, it's always about some guy who's, yeah, sure, a creep now. And he's got, what? how does he even look at himself in the mirror and not look at not see that pedophilia pedophilic mustache that he has how can you not tell right, yeah, right but right. then you figure out well he was molested by his 15 uncles or whatever right, right. and i mean what kind of choice did that guy have right. right what kind of free will do do people who are already broken 
And how can you keep those guys accountable? And I think that's a very different, uh, very difficult question. Yeah. Because uh, it tests us on, because the crimes that those people might commit is so horrendous. And I do think that that's something that's kind of, that's real compassion right there. If you can muster up and be defensive about pedophiles, not because of what they do in their heinous acts, but because of the realization that they, they have a lot of shit to deal with. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, I think that's, um, that's something we don't talk about as much. No, no we don't like talking about that. <laughs> that makes and, people and, feel and weird. I know why. You know why. Yeah, I know why. Yeah. But, uh, but I, I, I do think that, that it's important that we do. Yeah. Because uh, the way we judge these things is how we can judge ourselves mm-hmm. as good, respectable human beings. How much can we deliver that love and compassion to somebody we actually find horrific? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, on a lighter level here in America, we got the Trump supporters and everyone else, you know, yeah. and it's like yeah, how, yeah. how people, how families are being divided, how, you know, how, how Facebook pages are, are, how Facebook fights are, are coming into fruition in IRL. And, you know, it, it's, uh, you can't just, because half the country is voting for Trump, right? Or whatever, whatever it is, whatever number. But it's a big, big number of people, big number of Americans are going to be in the voting booth being like, I want that fucking little-lipped fucking orange Cheeto fuck to rule me. Um, they're going to be in there doing it. But those people are the, the people who teach your children, they're the bus driver, the people who pick up your trash. They're the people who come on your property to read your meters for, for the water. They're, you know, they're, they're your, your sister. So the idea that you're just going to sort of just wipe all these people out of your life is just, to me, is just insane. And instead of trying to have a conversation about this shit, just trying to hash it out, I, I, I used to, I didn't get in arguments, but, you know, I, I vehemently disagreed with my brother-in-law a lot. And, and we never argued or got bad or anything, but I would definitely take it like, ugh, like, I can't believe he thinks like that. But, it, yeah. but you know, as we kind of talked it out and as we, as, as, as things are kind of bo- boiling over here, um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to take a step back from that and, and trying, you know, because I would be real hard on, like, my Mexican friends. It's like, I'm Mexican, so, like, I was... I'd fuck with my Mexican friends, be like, how can you vote for that piece of shit? You're a race traitor. You're fucking this, you're that. It's like, no, it's like, you're my friend. That's what you are. You're my friend. And if you're going to make that decision, that's you. You, you know, that's you. I'm not going to hold it against you. But instead of being like, hey, go fuck yourself. It's like, hey, let's talk about it. And you know what I did? I ended up bringing, he became part of this podcast is what happened because he has a very different view on shit than me. And I feel like that's, the most important thing that people can do is is break out of those echo chambers and talk to yeah. people. Like if you're if you hate Trump and and you think that you can't take Trump supporters, is like, well, f- I mean, I guarantee you're gonna find a Trump supporter that you like or that's you know in your community that you know it, there's because of this one thing. There's that is no way to to just write people off and, and to the point where you don't even look at them as human you know where where you look at them as almost as pedophiles you know like it's like these people are yeah. so treacherous you know like just which is also weird but let's not get back to that one because that is tough <laughs> but yeah I'm, I'm i'm i totally agree some of my best friends they're not at all they're, they're basically the opposite mm. and it's so cool to have those people around me it's yeah. They teach me so much stuff about how they want to live their lives. 
and I can take some of them and I can leave the rest, right? Exactly. But but that's good. And it keeps reminding me that sometimes I do stuff that is totally ridiculous, ridiculous, right? Yeah. As ridiculous as um as some might think Trump supporters are, right? But <laughs> then you know, like, okay, then you can either choose, okay, it's ridiculous for some people, but I'm gonna take it anyways, or you can leave it and well, you can take it and then know that what you're doing has this effect on people. Yeah. And then be cool with it because you thought about it and you own it, right? Yeah. But, but it is weird. And I, I can't even imagine living. Uh, I saw the presidential election. Uh, that was three in the morning here in Denmark. I mm. uh, couldn't, I had to watch it. I've been so stoked about the American election. And, That's so uh, interesting. There's so many, there's so many, because I've been talking to a lot of people internationally ever since I got on Twitch. So, there's so many international people who are like really into the presidential election here. And, and it's, it's really interesting. I don't, I mean, cause if I was in another country, I'd be like, fuck those guys. They are off their fucking chain. But I think every, every country's kind of off their chain right now. Right. Like everybody's sort of yeah. in their own little turmoil chaos thing. So why not fucking pay attention to theirs? <laughs> I don't know. Why is it interesting? And all and also, it's well, it's it's naive to think that it does not have some sort of consequence for me as a Dane. Yeah, because yeah. of course it does. It's it's uh, the world's greatest superpower, at least still. You know, yeah. <laughs> who knows what will happen? Right, we're trying. We're holding on. <laughs> and and what some doofus does over in the states has real consequences for people other places around the world mm. um, what the EU does has has consequences for you know for for you over there as well uh, trading goods because that's the thing america first is like the stupidest sentiment ever and like that is that is the stupidest you know when people like who did that last time well that was adolf hitler right <laughs> you know yeah. And it's not a it's not a good way to go, man. Because because no. um, we can't function that way. It's it's not going to work. And that's also like then yeah, there are Trump supporters, but they they are supporters for a reason. And there are also Biden supporters, and I'm even I'm just as baffled as that. You know? Oh my god, dude! I I, I, <laughs> I I was like like I knew that I just knew that I wasn't going to go for Trump, and but now it was like now do I go for Joe Biden, who is this fucking fading relic of of what everything that's wrong with politics, like especially for where I live, I live in the Midwest, which was uh, particularly 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 oh my god, which was specifically not specifically but particular oh my god, you guys know what I'm trying to say. We were hit hard here <laughs> when when the NAFTA thing happened. Um, there was a lot of uh, a lot of these automotive like this is the birthplace of automotive industry is the is the Midwest so all those industries went to Mexico went to China after NAFTA went into place which is one of the things that Joe Biden supported um, and and it really decimated this area really like really badly for years and years I mean to the point where you know the only way people were getting by was just through corruption and if you were in that position to be corrupt and make money I mean you were probably gonna take it and that's what happened to Flint was corruption yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and you know so so this area has been shit on a lot and then when the 2008 thing the fallout from that all the remaining uh, factories, where people had pensions, you know, like they, they all lost their pensions, all their wages got pushed down. 
And, you know, like, that's probably what's going to happen again. But, um, you know, like, this was a very hard-hit, direct, uh, hard-hit part of the world, part of the country that was directly affected by Joe Biden. And so, mm. you know, I went off to California for 13 years, so I kind of ditched this place. I was like, fuck this, I'm out, because it was, uh, It's much better now, and I hope it stays like that. But, um, yeah, like, like, so there's this grudge that's sort of held here and and when you what's interesting is is all these polls keep saying joe biden joe biden joe biden's up by 14 up by 10 but i recently drove to our nation's capital washington dc and we took all the back ways because we're cheap and we don't want to pay fucking tolls so we, we went the back way which saves you like 150 dollars by the way um but the whole way there there was probably like 20 Biden signs and the rest was all Trump, Trump. like all yeah. back country, all Midwest. They are loud and proud. My whole street is just lined with Trump signs. When you go out down the street a little bit, there's this huge Trump sign that says Trump, no more bullshit. You know, it's just no bull, more like, it bullshit. Just, no more yeah. bullshit. You know what I mean? Like drain the swamp. Like, but I, yeah, the sentiment is, 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 is really cool. Right. I get the sentiment. I do too. I get the sen- drain out the swamp. That's a great sentiment because mm-hmm. I just watched the first presidential uh, debate from 2016. Mm-hmm. Like watching Hillary, man, it's just like it's it's nerve wracking. What what the hell? She that girl? She's a psychopath, right? Oh yes. I mean, I don't know murder, that. Yeah, probably a murderer. Probably yeah, her, her husband. She a seems rapist. like it. <laughs> she's so controlled that it's it's freaking me out, right? Yeah, she's lizard. There's not. She's lizard. People. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> David Ike. Yes. Get her. You know. Go get her. David. Uh, and so I do. I I do really respect and understand why people don't want to take any more crap. Oh yeah. But it, the, the, the the disappointing thing is just that it's not about if there's no you're not telling bullshit. Yeah. That's not the point. They're just telling bullshit that sounds real and that's not the same. Right. And that's, he's a true demagogue. He's a true uh if he could he would be an, a dictator, that's for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah, he don't like people telling him what's what. He don't like if it doesn't have his name on it, he doesn't want to read it, you know? It's like yeah, he would be very comfortable just being like, Yes execute him you know like just <laughs> throw yeah, him to yes, the lines exactly. yeah. um he, he and i yeah i also think like um i mean that that's how it is everywhere that's how it mm. is here in denmark as well really I mean, you got people you guys... get to tops they do shit that's not good yeah oh yeah. or that they don't believe in mm. and then you can only ask yourself well why is that well then it's because those people who are politicians are never the right people to be politicians. I feel like all those people who should be politicians, they're smart enough to know that you should not go into politics, right? right. And those people, they could run countries like a motherfucker, right? right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they won't because they're too smart, right? <laughs> they know better. <laughs> they know, they know. Oh, this is not for me. I'm going to waste my life on this, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, and also, you have to be a, a bit, that's just my my take i think you have to be a bit you know self-serving to kind of have the grace to tell other people how to construct their society yeah yeah totally. and and take charge in that and of course there has to be some people that that does that right but it just inherently um, there must be some kind of like you know power corrupt yeah 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 power corrupts indeed power corrupts no it's uh <laughs> 
Is it, the road to evil is paved with good intentions, right? It was it. And so somewhere along the way, shit. <laughs> was it Denmark that had that big like scandal back in the 90s, uh, like the big pedophilia scandal in the ring in, uh, in up in government and like people fled the streets. Was that Denmark? I, no, 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 no. That, no. Was, that was another guy. I don't think so. Okay. I can't, I always get the... It sounds interesting. Uh, it, it was, it was a country. Well, I, I've been making, drawing these points about the whole Jeffrey Epstein thing is just insane. Like, so, <laughs> it's so, so incredible. It's good shit, dude. I have just been so <laughs> enthralled. Like, it's, I mean, it, when you're talking about somebody who fucking, I mean, my God, like, you know, Bill Clinton, Chris Tucker, which was funny because I don't even think Chris Tucker's that tight. But it's just funny to think Smokey was on the play, like, Smokey, you know, I'm going to go <laughs> yeah. fucking fuck kids now. What a dick. Um, yeah, yeah, the whole Jeffrey Epstein thing was, is just nuts. But I've been just sort of drawing these conclusions, and and Todd Toddio Fabio sort of remind me about how you know, like people who who reach the top and and have all the money and have all the power, you know, like uh, uh, it seems like ego needs to be stroked a lot, and and you you have so much, and then it turns inward or it turns turns dark, you know, like so if you already have these proclivities towards you know you know uh these ideas of pedophilia or whatever it is the whatever the 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 terrible thing is that you're being drawn to is is then having all that power is only going to make those sort of you know they're only gonna um inflame them um and and you sort of have to because it's a power thing right it's not necessarily a sexual thing it's like this power thing and so it yeah. is and a and a boring thing. Yeah. I mean, you would get bored if you have all the money in the world, right? Right. So and, how do you feel alive when you can buy people's loyalty, you can buy them you can, and they'll treat you like a king, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that must be I, I I always remember when we're talking about like power and stuff like that. That story I heard about Mick Jagger freaking out about someone bringing him a Pepsi instead of a Coke. Right. And right. you're like, what goes on? How can you? And, and us normal people, we sitting in that, sit, sitting and looking at that saying, how stuck and moronic can you be, you fucking superstar? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, when you think about it, I mean, that's, that's kind of like, a, that's a, that's a, that's a, a terrible side effect that comes with, I can only imagine being that famous, right? Well, and and plus you got to think Mick Jagger has been served like that his for like most of his adult life. So like yes. in that moment, it was just like that is not what I asked for. I usually have you know like so it's like it's like you know, just to have a little bit of empathy for him is like this is sort of like what he's been conditioned his whole life and 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 whether he put that in place himself or it just naturally occurred. He just, he, he fucking, you know, like, this is just the life he's been living. So, like, you brought yeah. him, th- that is not what I asked for. I always get what I asked for, and you did not give <laughs> yeah. me that. So, it's like... You- I'm used to being around professional people. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> you know? <laughs> and you forget that people people are not like you, you know? Wow. I, I think that's it. And, and, like, we have it. We have it in our society as well. Uh, being in advertising, you live in a creative bubble. Mm. And those creative folks, they're like drinking champagne every Friday and, you know, and thinking that they can know how to, live, you know, manipulate the population and stuff like that with all their advertising campaigns and right. stuff like that. But they're really, they're just as out of touch with those people they're trying to sell to as everybody else. So we, 
if they don't talk to them, right? And if you live that, if you live in Copenhagen, you don't see the outskirts of Denmark or the, the farms or stuff like that, right? So, you know, you keep talking to your friends and we all agree about the same stuff, right? Thank that's, you for the host, Matt. That's, that's weird, right? It's um, <laughs> very weird. Confirmation bias, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's just... It, it just keeps going. It's just that vicious circle, man. It just keeps eating itself. Matt Suarez, you beautiful. Oh, man. Matt. How hey, you how you doing, doing buddy? Boy? It's good to see you. Good to see you. Thank you for being here. We were just talking about, you know, life. Crazy shit. Crazy shit. Talk about AI <laughs> and shit. Is, is Denmark sort of in that set? Because I know that there's been sort of a, a rise in like Trumpian sort of uh, dictatorship sort of politicians way to sort of do that around the like world pop populism and yeah they do this populism but they also are, are just like assholes just, they just sort of trying to take a play out of the trump book right like I, that that's what i've heard maybe i'm completely wrong and i'm i'm okay with being wrong but is that sort of happening in denmark right now where you have a, a rise of like kind of an extreme on both sides even though um, i don't think biden's extreme at all but or nor trump really for that matter other than he just says dumb shit. But please. Well, that's, that's extreme. That is extreme. <laughs> that's very extreme. It's extremely dumb. Yeah. It's, <laughs> good crazy. No, but yeah, I, I, uh, of course there's a divide, mm-hmm. but it's so, I would say it's, it's kind of minuscule here. It's kind uh, of what? Of course we have minuscule oh, problems we have are, are not that big. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just now we had this Me Too movement coming uh-huh. over Denmark. I know you had that for with Weinstein. Yeah, three years and ago, baby. Like, we have days where we're like, oh, all right, that'll come to us sometime. <laughs> and now it happened, right? Uh-huh. And people are just like, how, how the hell can it take so long? I do believe that people are content most of the time. And they do feel safe. And so they're not so prone to the fear about losing their house or losing their income. And that, I do believe, is a great factor in having a homogenic or a balanced society, right? Mm. Like, if people don't fear so much, then, or if there aren't so much stuff to do, um, or if everybody has something then why should they steal other people's shit? Right? Right. If you're not, if you're not dire in any way, and that like kind of dog meat dog mentality, we don't have it here because we're communist and socialist. You know, <laughs> nobody you know, right? Yeah. And and it's a, it's a, I think it's a trust society in that way. Like we pay high taxes, hmm. but we also we also believe that you will pay ours. And that's the trust thing, and, and it's it's of course weird watching. I, I watched all the Michael Moore uh, documentaries back to back because of the election, and that's why I know a lot about uh, Flint, Michigan, of course. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, it's it's so obvious that when you're desperate and you don't know how you're going to get by, then you get then you can then then everybody could do crazy stuff, right? Oh my god. And and I, I you know at the beginning of the pandemic that's all I I mean at the beginning of the pandemic like all last year I had been reading book after book of just apocalyptic everything from like cyber apocalypse to zombie apocalypse for whatever reason I just glommed on to just like 
world-ending books. I just love them. I still do. I, I think they're amazing. And my favorite parts are always when society starts on going off the hinges, right? Like when yeah. people are starting to realize that the virus is spreading and it's unstoppable and or when that person finally just standing in the middle of the street and they just see fire and chaos around them and they finally realize that, they, oh, we're here. Um, that's Those are the parts that I really like even more than the, the survival of the aftermath. But at the end of this pandemic, I was like, fuck bro like i don't know what's going on you know i mean I, obviously everyone here was buying guns and shit tickets so like everybody was was i uh, was <laughs> trying to take a shit and shoot somebody so um it, it, i mean like yeah i wanted a gun and my wife was not about it i mean I, I'm, I probably shouldn't have one but i wanted a gun like it i see it happening and even i see it happening with this election kind of coming like it's kind of you know people are fucking real on edge here and I, I could see shit, especially if a surge goes up, you know, our, our economy tanks, you know, and if our economy tanks, the world's economy is kind of going to tank as well. Um, and it, it's, you have a lot going on that could go wrong to where we could get to that point where yeah. people, people could get desperate and, and that, and that mentality could take over where like your neighbor is like trying to come up in your shit to get whatever you got because their kids are starving to death and they fucking need something now in and any means yeah. necessary because because underneath this this thin veneer of reality is is just a fucking swamp of chaos just ready to fucking swallow us at any moment uh hold on, let me get yeah. uh, please yeah. yeah exactly and it's 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 a fickle construct yeah it it really is it's a house of cards the way that we put up our society and it's minuscule what it takes to throw up, off that balance right yeah and um and with society crumpling i, I i'm kind of you, you kind of must ask yourself well did i do things that i wouldn't well you know when the world is, has ended and we're here on this in this blank void right mm -hmm. did i really live the life that i would like even though there are a lot of stupid things i could do because society told me to right yeah. Um, like having a career, that's fine. It's good to have a career. It's good to have a job. But if you can find something that you really like, and that's spoken from a true communist, because <laughs> that's 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 a kind of thinking you you can have when you have like a a really good uh, safety network underneath you. I mean, I'm not here. I'm not worried about losing my job, right? Yeah. Because there are money. Of course, it's not fun if you're having your own your own business, right? And, and you see that go up in smoke because of stuff like this. But knowing that you won't get thrown out of the streets, and knowing knowing that that you still can make it until you find that next job, I do believe that's something that is extremely stabilizing in through crises that are, you know pretty ground shaking right yeah yeah um, matt matt comes in here all the time and saying it again and say it every time it's all about the haves oh, yes. and haves nots fix that it, it's a great start yeah i think so yeah um, and i saw that interview with matt and uh, i totally agree that guy is so uh so damn articulate who matt very on yeah yeah matt oh, and very on point in his message fuck, bro and um, so I, I really enjoyed it and also it's so weird for me because we just like some Americans don't know where Denmark is. I mean, we are like, we cannot fathom why you guys need guns. 
I mean, we just don't get it. I mean, how could you be so fearful that you need a gun? Yeah. We don't get it. We just don't get it. Yeah. And we and we probably never will. Yeah. And, and generally, we don't. That's the thing. That that's why no, people yeah. are being like, "Why do you need a fucking AK forty-seven and like a fucking fifty caliber rifle in your basement? Like, is, is there a reason that this private citizen has a whole armory of automatic weapons?" <laughs> Hillary outspent Trump in the last election six to one in paid advertising, which no one trusted. But he got tons more free press than she got. Yeah, yeah, because he was trolling, yeah. and that's that's what he's trying to do this time. But I don't think it's I don't think it's taken like it was. Well, just look at the town town hall viewer ratings, uh, viewer ratings, right? Mm. I mean, Biden had like no one, right. as opposed to Trump, right? You know, and I know I don't want to watch Biden; he's boring. He's so boring. You know? So boring. He's like gonna <laughs> he, fall asleep a, on. Uh, uh, say, uh, say what you will about Trump, but he's right. That is one sleepy Joe Biden. <laughs> sleepy as fuck. And you know what? I don't give a fuck. Trump is funny. He is. Funny, like that line, that infamous line when Hillary Clinton said something like she said, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, because you would be in prison. I don't I don't even remember what she said. But that line, I remember seeing that live. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was like, oh, my God, that's just tight. But God, if it just mic drop <laughs> and then just walk out. He, oh, shit. <laughs> Uh, okay, fucking earth shattered, baby. Uh, no, and, and and Trump had a line last night. I can't remember what it was, but it was it was pretty good. It wasn't because you'd be in prison. Oh, it was. Uh, uh, maybe you could tell us, Joe. Why, why don't you tell us why that you? I forgot what he was even talking about, but he just was like, I, I don't know, Joe. I don't know why you do that. Maybe you could tell us why that you decided to do. Like, I think he was just saying he didn't do anything in his eight years and as a vice president, and. Uh, and I was like, that's that's a good line. It's a good line. And you know what? Last night, to, for for you know, just to be fair, like tr Trump did a good job of restraining himself. Which why are we patting him on the back for being a respectful human being? But he just did for do being a ordinary. Just <laughs> yeah. being like, just oh wait, he did he did a debate. Oh, that's great. He did it. He did it the way he was supposed to. Good job. <laughs> Denmark rates is one of the happiest countries in the world, one of the safest, one of the best healthcare retirement system, and so on. Has a lot going for it, except for brown people. I'm just kidding. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> just fucking with you. Well, it's, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. Uh, that's not necessarily false. I mean, I do believe that there's some. There, that's a, also a, a, like a controversial thing, but it's. it's it's true, having a homogenetic society makes it easier for people to, uh, to come together. But I, I, if it's, however, if you, if you think that it's because of religion or some other weird shit that people can't get along, I, I don't believe that one bit. Yeah. That's, not, that's not how it is. And yes, I do. Uh, what Tadio says is true. And, um, and that means that it's, it takes a lot to make people get desperate here. Yeah. And fearful. Yeah. And, that, and, and that's so, beautiful. I mean, I'm just, oh, yes. The Trump equals Abling. Yes. That was good, Todd. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was good. We were laughing. Me and my wife were very. Oh, very that was honest. good. That was good. She really. Except maybe, maybe for Abling. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, poor Abe Lincoln got dragged through the mud. Uh, but apparently Abe Lincoln wasn't all everybody wants to think of him, but whatever. Uh, he said, I've done more than any other president for black people with maybe the yeah. exception for Abe Lincoln. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, she said. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. With the exception, possibly. I'm going out on a limb here. I'm going out on a limb. But maybe Abe Lincoln. Yeah, yeah. But his okay. So here's a funny thing, right? About Ben Lang, though, being so it. such such a uh, you know one of the happiest uh, countries in the world and stuff like that. So I was listening to Matt Suarez talk mm-hmm. on your podcast. He was talking about how uh, he was like he's he, he's performing all the time and he's like really you know working his butt off, right? And and that is a good thing. I mean, but. That's kind of a side effect of living living in a in a place where you can be content. So maybe this this driving that gets kind of a little lost, you know. So people don't have that much thick skin. And oh. People are, you know, we have like kind of like ambitious people aren't that ambitious anymore, you know, because we don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> because you know. Oh, wow. Yeah. I see what that's both a good good thing and a, and maybe a little a bad thing right because uh at you know having um can you say adversaries or like like having something that goes against your brain that yeah. kind of toughens you up and also makes you go if you know that you can't survive unless you do this really like really fucking put your put your mind to it and here it's like we could all be we still have that like uh, we could all be president or something like that but do i wanna i don't know i mean isn't that hard work (laughs) so (laughs) um so that's the other thing right we don't have like we we have some big superstars that's sure that's Mm -hmm. close but some you know but it's not that much i mean and, and also like you were talking about how it's weird um, on the music scene, how people don't help each other. It seems to me here in Denmark, at least people are really helpful. Hmm. So that might be something that's just totally different from, from the States. Yeah. And uh, it doesn't take too, too long to meet the right people here. There aren't that many of them either, right? Hey, so, right. so just by just by numbers, you know, it's, <laughs> it's kind of easy. <laughs> so, you know, um, no, but it's it's it, in that way, it's easier to get to tops um, if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, people get get content, right? And so they the bad thing about that is so they don't strive for anything better, right? If right. people get into that kind of that kind of thinking where, well, it's good enough, why do you want to change that? That's not a good yeah. way to, to do things, right? right. No, yeah. Um, so just yeah. to not uh, not always just say, oh, man, Denmark, that's a great country, you know, because right, right. there, there are some things that are that are different mm-hmm. in that kind of sense, right? And that's why I gravitated towards like the States, for example, when I listen to music and stuff like that. There's a lot of Danish great music. That's not it, but but just like it seems more dire and more, you know. Yeah, it seems like it matters more in the land of opportunities. Because a lot of times you know? it is life or death. A lot of times, yeah, it's like so, this is my so meal. <laughs> yeah, and that's just a totally a different uh, 
a different way of going at it than, for example, Matt Suarez. And, and also, he's a gigging musician in, in, in a totally different way than I am, because mm. I only play my own stuff. And when you only play your own stuff, and when you're starting out, you can only get like 20 minutes of, of right, uh, you know, right. of stage time uh, at at, um, at appointed venues, um, and people want to know, oh, you're not playing, you know, playing Sweet Home Alabama. Well, it's probably student coming in. <laughs> so you know, <laughs> you're not playing CCR. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I play Fortunate Son, but yeah. then I found out before that that's not that's not going to cut it. Yeah. <laughs> So, so that's different. That's definitely different. And I feel like those working musicians that were that brought us, like Matt Suarez mm. and, uh, and Theodore, um, it, that's totally cool. And I, I wish I had that kind of work ethic, but I, I've just been content too much for some of my life. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so, just and like, so oh. now I'm kind of feeling it. All right. And now it's not my society or, or the, you know, the, the fear of not having enough money or doing what you want. It's the fear of time before I make, you know, before I really make some cool music, right? Yeah. yeah. So you, you, I got to get it out. In my experience, musicians are super helpful to each other out here. Uh, with that said, I feel we don't ask for help enough because it's ingrained in our mental status to feel we are imposing when we do. That's a societal mm. problem. Great insight, Matt. Toxic independence, yeah. <laughs> but 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 it's true. And and me and Cat were kind of talking about like that that uh, that that feeling of asking somebody for a favor, especially if you're asking to collaborate with someone who might be whose whose you know social status and like fan base might be bigger than yours, and you're reaching up, you know, and you're just like you know those that feeling of God, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to bother them. I don't want them to think I'm just using them. I just don't. And, and maybe it is. I agree with Matt. I, I agree with Matt in a sense that musicians are helpful, I feel like now, or at least before the pandemic. But I do remember a time, and Matt just always has work. So it's not, it's not fair that we're talking about Matt because Matt just finds work. It just appears to him. Like it just, it's, it just comes to him like a fucking magnet. Just like, here it is. Here's your work. Go, go make your money, sir. Uh, but for the rest of us who don't have that superpower of, of gigging, um, you know, it's, oh, wait, what does that say? Because I'm creating a societal problem. Um, yeah, the, the, back in the day, I feel like when gigs weren't so prevalent, musicians weren't so helpful. So like when I first went to San Diego, for instance, it was back in 2006. And um, when I got there, this music scene was like fucking disparate and, it, you know, like hip hop was still looked at like I was in a hip hop band. We couldn't get a We couldn't get a show anywhere because we were classified as rap and rap was gangster and gangster means they're going to break the bar and shoot up the place. So, you know, like even then it was hard to sort of navigate. But as 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 especially as San Diego started blew up, it blew up really quickly, especially after the, the 2008 fall or crash. Like it rebuilt really strong. And as businesses and gigs started to come back, people started to be real helpful. And, and then oh, even okay. right, right before I left, like people, you know, people were coming from the reggae scene over to the, the funk soul scene and vice versa. Musicians were supporting each other. You know, we were calling each other for fill-ins. You know, like I have my guy who I call first to, to fill in and then the second, you know, like we have our network. And it was yeah, beautiful. Yeah. 
And so I agree with you, Matt, that that people are helpful, but I feel like they're helpful when 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 business is good, but when business is not good, is not they're not very helpful. It's a feeling even uh, even your friends cost money because we know that everyone is living paycheck to paycheck, and we want to support financially and often can't. Yeah, yeah, that's the other thing too, man. It, like we know, I remember when I was growing up, and and my friends would be, hey, I'm gonna be playing, uh, come out, we come out. I was like, well, can you put me on the list? It's like, well, my girlfriend's already, oh, dude, what the fuck? Oh, come, I ain't going, bro. I ain't going to pay $5 to go see you. That was me. And then, and then I have the audacity to ask people to come to my show. Like, yo, dude, it's only five bucks. Put me on the list. Who the fuck I ever got my girl on? Oh, probably coming. But, you know, it's, <laughs> it, I used to be that big of an asshole. But but now it's like I, I go out of my way to make sure that that people are, that if you're in my circle, if you're my friends, if you're my musician buddies and stuff, it's like I, I try to support as much as possible in any way I can. Uh, I just don't. I I don't just find work. There's a, <laughs> there's a method to this thing. I don't worry about a, the gig. I worry about the people, business, and I play for. I care. I fashion good relationships, friendships. That's the key to longevity and consistent work. But core importantly, being happy with and for each other. Give me a mic oh, right man. now. I'm spitting. <laughs> what a <laughs> You're what an insightful you message. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, no, no. And you're absolutely right, Matt. And I was just joking, of course. Uh, Matt doesn't just, jobs just don't appear for Matt. Matt is a hardworking human being who is very nice and very intelligent and knows how to talk to people and maintain relationships, yes. which I didn't know how to do for the longest time. Well, it was because I was an alcoholic. Well, I still am an alcoholic, I guess. But uh, I was drinking heavily, and I just I just ruined a lot of relationships that way. But, yeah, it, it's a fun. Yeah, that's easy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's fun and easy until you are dried out and... No one wants to talk. But I think also like about networking, it can yeah. easily become this like this manipulation game, this like oh, yeah. bit pro quo thing. Mm. And I do believe it's much easier when when you have a sincere request. Oh yeah, it, and you, then you can talk about it, or you know, or if you really feel like somebody could do you some good, yeah, well then do them some good. Yeah, I mean, exactly. in a way that they would like it. I mean, you don't have to lick people's butt, you know? <laughs> you could actually do something like play and learn in a cover of, their, of theirs and playing it in a really cool way. That's a great opening for collaboration. It shows that you're interested in, in their music and, and you actually care. And that's, that's an opening door for everyone. I mean, who doesn't like you like it? I like it. Mm-hmm. Getting a message says, man, I love your music. Uh, would you like to listen to my band? And also, this one for you, buddy. <laughs> you know, yeah. And and that's a great thing because you're Hell just yeah. telling them, I really, I really enjoy your company and I, I love what you do, but in a way that doesn't seem forced. Yeah. So sincerity is is something that's really good, and being honest is also really good. Yes. It's hard though, right? Oh yeah. But but those people who don't get who don't get like uh, offended by it, those are also pretty good in my opinion, pretty cool musicians. Yeah, so the one who can take take it and be professional about oh, it. Yeah. Yeah. I dude, I and you know what? It's still it still stings. Like I like a couple years ago I was working on a reggae album and, and, and Matt knows AK. Um, AK, I was working on an album, a reggae album with my band and AK was do uh, was on it and um 
I put a solo down and he was just like, what is this sloppy shit solo? <laughs> and I just remember like hearing, cause he didn't tell me I heard about secondhand. And oh. I remember just like melting in my seat, like shriveling within myself. Like, oh, like, because I respect this person so much as a musician and as a human being, like he's my friend and shit, but um, you know, like he was just very honest and I remember, it. And, but, but when I stopped and, and looked past my hurt butt, uh, you know, uh, I, I realized it was like, yeah, you know what? At the time I record that, I was kind of in the, I was kind of just in the studio, like, fuck it. I'm just going to just throw a solo over this fucking, I just, you know, I wasn't really thinking about it and I wasn't really pursuing it with meaning Matt. <laughs> and, um, and, and, and it came through and AK was like, this is shit. And, and, and when AK says some shit, especially from a producer's perspective, it's most of the time it's shit. Uh, so it, it really affected me to that point where like after that, I like, I never wanted to just like half-ass something and throw it out there. You know, like I just, after that point, after you get that. And so there's two ways I could have went about it. I could have went about it like, fuck AK, fuck him. He's a piece of shit. He don't know what the fuck he's talking about. I'm fucking shit. I'm the, you know, he, he fuck him. Fuck, whatever. Fuck AK. Or, or I could, or I guess there's more ways. Or I could be like, oh, AK don't like it. I guess maybe I should just stop. I'll quit the band. Or you could fucking be like, okay, why does it suck? Why does he think it's a piece of shit? Why is this person that I respect and I know who respects me? We have a mutual respect for each other. Why does he think this is a piece of shit? Oh, oh, because it is a piece of shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, if if I put like hours into that solo and I really crafted it and I was like, maybe I would have been like, well, fuck AK, because I really did do like I fucking like if I really believed I killed it. And that can get dangerous, too, to really believe you're killing it, you know. But, but like, I have a pretty good perspective on that. But, you know, like, if, if I would have really put in the time and effort and then he came back and said that, then I might have been like, hey, well, can you, you know, what, what, what are you talking about? You know, like, let's push back a little bit. And, but, but that moment really shaped me. And, 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 you know, like, you could, go, you could go in those other directions, but I think the best direction is, like, stop, first stop. Just stop and be like, why is it happening? Why is this person saying this? Is it, you know, is it true? Is there truth to it? And you got to be honest with yourself, which is very hard. Yes. And, 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 and then, you know, come to a conclusion because uh, I, you know, my initial reaction was hurt and, and, and I wasn't angry. It was really hurt. And, and I was talking to my buddy, Daddy Dread, who I love Daddy Dread so much. And he's like, don't worry, Roots. He loves you. He's just, you can do better. You know you can. And he was, <laughs> and you know, like he was just trying to, you know, big me up. And, 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 but, but yeah, from that point on, I mean, like what what that did for me was more important than than my feelings because what that did for me was from that point forward, it made me um, be accountable. Here we go. It, it made yeah, me accountable yeah. to myself to do the best that I can do. And, and don't put out bullshit, especially when you're working with a murderer like AK. So, <laughs> so it's like, hey, yeah, Danny Dread, baby. Fuck, I love him, man. Danny Dread. 
and that's for Deirdre. And, 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 and you know, like every everything in its right time, time, right? But having that insight and in what you're doing and what you want to do—that's that. What's that is what is going to propel you, right? Yeah. And if you have the courage to go pick up your guitar or your bass again, well, then you're getting someone, right? Yeah. And and realizing when people are saying something, you can say, well those guys are idiots and they might be and they might be right. you know or they might not they might not be the target audience of your your product that's a really important one right. as well don't fucking take advice from people who don't, who don't like your style of music that's why would you want to go and do that right? that's 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 stupid right yeah and knowing when you're deliberately doing something that goes beyond some kind of range like knowing that, for example, with my song, Wood, it's really long in the beginning. And I know that people, some people might turn that off. But that's not, I don't, why would I care about that? Because mm. those people who turn that off, they're not the listeners that I want either. Right. But I'm aware of it. So that means that my spine is not as flexible. You know, mm. I don't bend in the wrong ways because... Right. Because I know what I want to convey. And, and then if people say, well, you're conveying this and you're making me want to chew bubblegum, then I probably should, uh, if my song isn't about chewing bubblegum, probably I should go back to the drawing board, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. And I do believe, and that is also being honest and mature about your songwriting. I mean, really, like, dare to say this song has, I want to I say this message with this song. And uh, of course, there are really, really uh, many nuances in that, right? Uh, and how, what you can take out, out from that song and how, for example, what you took out of the music video, I don't think that's wrong at all. Yeah, yeah. Me neither. And it's, it's a side of the same story. Yeah. And that, I think, that's good. And if you're really into that, into that stuff, you, can, uh, you cannot let that go. You want to perfect your craft, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. At least that's how I feel about making making these songs, uh, and also because you know now it's coincidentally music. It could be something else. It could be drawing and making music, but uh, or making movies or something like that. But mm. now it's music, and funnily and, and thankful enough, I get to do music videos as well. So I and album artwork. So it all fits together. Yeah, yeah, but. But constructing and designing those things, that's that's always hard. You gotta pull you have to pull something out of your butt. <laughs> I mean well, you guys killed it. I mean, like you know, like you you say and pull out of my butt. And when I when I look at a video like Wood, I mean that to me it's it stands up against, you know, it's something shot in Hollywood. You know what I mean? Like something shot in by, by professional people who knew what the fuck they were doing. But when, what the funny part about that, the Hollywood thing is like, what the more you know about it is like the more you know that they're just sort of pulling shit out of their ass too. So it's like everybody's just sort yeah. of pulling shit out of their ass until they figure it out. But I mean, you pulled it out of your ass in, in such a graceful way. And um, how how involved are you in like the videography and, and the concept and how how that uh, was shot? Uh, how do you say this? Fucking knee steep, man. I, I did all, <laughs> all of that myself. Oh, that was you. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and then I got some of my uh, my friends from my advertising world to come and shoot it with me, and we were just like, 
a couple of guys and a girl out in the out in the Danish wood at night until uh, it, it and it was winter, it was damn cold. Right, and I was walking around with a gas mask on, and I was like, I was thinking the whole time, what the hell are you doing? This makes no sense. This makes no sense. Why didn't you just write like a love song? <laughs> I mean, what the f- what are you doing? Oh, <laughs> and it's just like, why do you? Why does things have to be so hard for you, dude? Why can't you just like? I don't know, like you know, but I can't. I don't. I just don't feel that. I don't like that. I don't think. I don't. I don't feel rewarded mm-hmm. when when I just kind of like try to not do that because. And that's also the same like about my Twitch channel, and I've been thinking about this a lot. Because when you start on Twitch, there's a lot of things you can do. There's a lot of things that you do do, um, which you just do because you're like, well, you got the herd mentality, right? So, oh, they do this. We that's probably how Twitch works. And now, just now, I'm kind of figuring out. Oh, wait, there's some things that all the other, all the, all the other streamers do that I don't really feel like doing. Can't. Is it necessary that I do it this way, or can I do it some other way? Mm-hmm. Um, because, and that's a cool thing about being here for just like, yeah, almost like a half half a year. Like now, I'm just kind of like, all right, all right. Well, now I know what the rules are. I can kind of try to break them down again and do something different with yes. it. Because if you don't like it, you can do what you want. I mean, it's it's your platform, right? Mm-hmm. So then change it uh, if, you, if there's something that you don't like. I mean, also the like, Twitch etiquette. What, how do you want to how do you want to network with people? And what do you want your relationships to be like with these? For example, with you, I'm talking with you. And that's that's that is amazing. Right? <laughs> it is. And, and uh, what do you want to talk about? It's well, it depends, right? It, and, uh, and if you uh, you could just you can't really make up your own mind and build what you want yourself here. Yeah, man. Um, and I think it's important to remember that because um, I've and again, it's, I, I think it's about the social media thing as well. But the Twitch thing, I mean, I heard Matt speaking speaking praises to it, and and uh, I, I feel pretty good about Twitch as well. Yeah. Uh, but when I'm off it for a couple of times, I really feel find find it hard. To get on it again oh wow and but once you're in it it's pretty cool yeah um, but you know it's it's just a weird it's a weird thing i have with those kind of things with always being on i mean yeah i'm pretty i'm a pretty slow worker i make <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 trying to record the next ep uh-huh. uh, uh which is going to be like a pirate ep i, oh. I like making i might i like making eps that are like I would make a movie. So the oh. first one is my Western EP. Yeah. It sounds I mean, a that lot spe- like... I mean, that spaghetti Western reference with the crescendo is, oh yes. my God, the fuck, dude. Yeah. And uh, I, I mean, remember I, love, I was playing... I love that. Well, who is that? Um, uh, who, what's the guy's name? Not Leone is the guy who made the movie. Yes, uh, Ennio Morricone. Is that his name? The guy, the musician? Yeah. yeah. Is Leone? Who made a... Uh, Ennio Morricone. Oh, uh, okay. Ennio. Okay. Yeah. And then Sergio Leone is the uh, director. The right? director. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, um, yeah. Me and, uh, and I'm such. I'm a huge fan of movies, right? Mm-hmm. And I love watching movies, and I definitely love westerns, and I love the music in westerns. Yeah. And I was like, 
I want to make that kind of music. Yeah. And so I, I, that's what the Hail Music uh, Committee is about. Is is it's about like using this like really cinematic broad spectrum kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then Dead Side Blues, I can use that when I'm just sitting in my in my home playing guitar, right? But the Hail Music Committee, it's about making like a cin- cinematic experience. So the first one is like a Western movie, and the next one is going to be like a like a Western pirate movie. <laughs> Dope. And 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 the third one is going to be in space, you know. Oh so shit! You like, got kind of like space sounds. So you know that's a trilogy, and that's going to be my first album. And when those three are done, we're going to make some vinyls out of that. That's awesome, dude! I love um, that bit. And, and how many people are in your band? Oh, well, it's just me, and then I hire okay. people in. Okay, so and when so you go out I, to perform, you hire. So you're playing all the instruments and stuff. Oh uh, no! I I hired like it was really cool. Some of the best like uh, like like people who play trumpets and trombone and stuff like that. So that was awesome. And that and then I just thought, well, there's a lot of people who make this kind of record happen. So um, so I'm um, you know that's that I think is is why that's cool. Hell yeah! And it just it, it just. It works so good with what I want to do, right? Uh, I love those, and I'm, I'm also like a big fan of James Bond music. Mm. Like, I really think they nailed that. I mean, how can you do? It's like three chords, and then you're like, oh, I'm in, I'm in a James Bond movie, right. or I'm in a in a movie that's action filled and and has all these high tension concepts, right? That's what that's what I hear when I hear James Bond music. So spot on. Yeah. Just like uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and yeah. what happened with the spaghetti westerns. Oh yeah, and they have a lot of misses as well. I mean, James Bond made uh, what's it called uh, with uh, Jack White, Jack White and Alicia Keys. That was a terrible song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah, and the Madonna yeah, I can one. Do that. <laughs> that's fucking. That's really weird. It's bizarre. The which one? Uh, the Madonna one, Dying of the Day. That's oh, see, what yeah, the I hell was that? I don't even remember that. I remember Adele had one, right? Like, and that was okay, I think. But but someone was pretty. That's all right. Uh, and but, now Billy Eilish just released a new song that sounds pretty much like the Adele one. <laughs> but you know, sometimes you're running on empty. I guess <laughs> they've been doing that for years, man. They've yes, been yes, they've, yes. Been, they've been dry humping that thing for years, man. They, they, it's a it's, it's a dynasty, baby. Matt, dude, I am so psyched about this EP with the orchestra orchestrario. It was pretty cool. I'm, I'm, I I'm saw gonna... some of uh, the recordings. Oh, do you do you have uh, streaming you put them... the recordings? Did he? Yeah. Where are you recording at? Are you recording at the school, Matt? Is it recording on your um? Is it... house? Oh, he's in his house. Oh yeah. Well, it, I think they streamed it. Oh, you've been with orchestrario. Uh, oh, yeah, with orchestra. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, I remember him. He was the one who was playing the violin and fucking. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. Thank you, both of you, for God damn. It's so funny when you talk about networking and how you know how Twitch sort of makes it a lot easier to network <laughs> than it is uh, in real life. But it, it's 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 a. Uh, you you meet so many people. You say hi to so many people. It, like sometimes I just I get people mixed up, and I just I'm already yeah, bad sure. with names and shit. So it's just like, <laughs> oh damn it! I'm like, orchid. When he said orchestrario, I was just like, oh, he must be recording an orchestra. 
cool. And maybe <laughs> or that new extra stereo. Right, yeah, format. exactly. Like I was like, maybe it's a plug-in. Like it did like or orchestereo tight. I'm with it. I'm with it. Yeah. So it's a pretty tight name. Yeah, I like, oh, I, I like the it. name. Yeah, yeah, it's a really good name. Um so if you ever stop switch, I'm gonna steal it. <laughs> For my now, third project, yeah. or maybe I just maybe I'll just make a collab. You what, know, <laughs> you, well, you know, you play a lot of uh, covers, and you're saying that you mostly play um, mostly play originals when you play out. Are uh, yeah? Did you have to learn a bunch of new songs before you came to Twitch, or did you already um, have these songs down? Uh, no, actually, it's 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 the curiosity it's like i see dave matthews play something and i'm like oh I well if i want to be a professional music guy i guess i should be able to play that mm. also how the hell does he do that <laughs> yeah. and then you just then you just sit down and then you use some time and then and then you want to you want to nail it oh. and i do think for me uh, it's so important to play covers uh it's it's a way to know how to express yourself in ways you would never do yeah. So I think I think it's it's really important to do that, and so that's why I see or these first first months that I've been playing on Twitch, it was so much like um, doing going to the gym, yeah, the music gym, right? <laughs> and then I would I would love to like um, when I'm starting a new year, I'm I'm moving from my apartment here in Copenhagen to a house oh. so that I can play more music. Oh, nice! And I would love to start uh, writing. Um, uh, I, I need to finish up my second EP here, and I, it would be it would be absolutely amazing to to share that process as well on Twitch, like the, the music writing process, and have you know it's like you have like a a, a big pool of cool uh, viewers mm -hmm. who would love to brainstorm with you and yeah. would love to tell you what they think space is about or yeah. some kind of subject right yeah. and then and then the thing is then you get some kind of words you've never imagined yourself right and that is that's fun right i mean that's something that you could do uh, that i definitely want to do right that's, i mean that that's a pretty incredible i mean if i could sing I would do something like that. We recorded here where I'm staying in slow. I picked up Orchestereo, Samit Sakar. Oh, thank you. Uh, for Los Angeles. Oh, from Los Angeles and brought him here to record me. Uh, Samit works in the film score industry, so it was a perfect bring orchestral sound to my songs. I think you and Orchestereo would make amazing music if y'all work together or something. Yeah. Totally. Oh yes, I think so too. <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna be featuring uh, Matt Suarez uh, some of his songs on my channel hey. uh, when when it gets out. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that, hey. to hearing it, and then I will I will bring my two cents on it <laughs> when I start my stream. I'm say that was Matt Suarez, you know, that's hey. a new thing he made, and then I'll say I really digged it. Or what kind of shit is this? Really? You know, yeah, sure. <laughs> no, because uh, I think it's for me. And now we're talking and, and that, I'm, I'm having a great time. Um, but for me, going on Twitch and not being well versed in the, like the live scene, I'm, I'm kind of a guy who just goes out and plays my tunes and then I go back. Then that's it. Right. Yeah, you go back. So to I'm not used to talking about stuff and I'm not used to prefacing my things or <laughs> explaining my music. I'm, I'm not used uh used to that at all that's okay um, well we're gonna get you used to it yeah and, and, <laughs> and I, I was just like and again like going to the gym i was like the first i couldn't say anything the first few times i screamed i was just like 
Hi. Uh, this next song is called this is song. That's what this song's called. You know, I couldn't tell. I couldn't say anything. And also, it's it's so hard when you're starting out and there's like two people in chat and they're not saying anything. <laughs> yeah. It's and you're funny. like, do don't they hear me or? <laughs> or because they're just random the people who have you on and like it what like I always just try to imagine like what is the situation where it's just they'll be in stream for five hours not saying anything and it's just like what what are you doing over there like why is this even on in your house like what who's what is it did you just turn it on and walk away like what it's it, it's 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 moot to do that but I do bro that artwork and sentiment was amazing thank you for um. what you said. Really meant a uh, lot. Thank you, Matt. All the bro love. Oh, bro love. <laughs> yeah, I made so for uh, for prefacing these uh, this EP that Matt made. Mm -hmm. uh, I was thinking about my starting soon stream. Ah. Uh, screen. That's that's so boring. Mm -hmm. Or it's not. But I, I got a little video thing. Um, and then now I just I'm getting really tired of listening to my own songs when I start my stream. So I figured, why not put some of the streamers on that I love that makes original music? Yeah, you know that's that's so that's where that started, and I, I'm seeing people around Twitch doing things that that you know that helps other streamers. Yeah, I I think that's beautiful. Yeah, I'm constantly talking about the fantastic plastics and Aaron Goldberg, Matt Suarez. Uh, yeah, like I, I can't, and like Theodore, like I'm constantly bringing these people up, talking about them because it's just like, I if I was gonna bring someone into Twitch or if I was suggesting someone, like these are the people I would suggest. Like it's like these are the first people I would be like, go hang out here because these people are fucking awesome. Their community's cool as fuck. Calling out lurk is no, it's cool to lurk. No, no, and see, here's the thing: <laughs> it's like lurking is also part of the the culture, and like I'm not hating, but but like you can drive yourself a little crazy to. Uh, uh, thinking about it wallace nelson what are you doing brother thank you for coming through i appreciate you bromancing going on here yes sir. oh yes indeed yes, sir we're <laughs> out here bromancing it up so um just sort of to wrap up the interview part here uh how far along are you on your ep what can we expect is there any time dates or or dates we can well yeah i mean um are you COVID shooting? wise uh I'm, I'm thinking i'm hoping that february i got a new ep out um and because then i can make a new music video as well um for that one as well so I, i'm thinking um february is a good school way by the way one thing like i didn't even i didn't like lucas when i started i didn't get it what do you mean i just didn't i didn't like him i was like why aren't you here looking at me because that's how it used to work when you're playing concerts right Wait, who didn't you like Lurkers. Oh, lurkers, lurkers. Didn't lurkers. get it. I get I it. didn't just I just didn't get it. I got it. So I was like, why why the fuck are you watching me if you're not watching me? Right? Now I get it. Now I get it. But you were so stupid about the platform when you started yeah, out. Right. Was, uh, the first thing I was like, emotes? Oh man, that's kind of stupid. <laughs> and then I'm um uh, now I'm just I'm loving the shit out I just of you know, it's just so stupid Dude, no, like, you have no idea I was sitting there talking to my wife because my wife got did this first Raina did it first and then like I just started seeing how much fun she was having and so I started designing my own emotes and I was so mad I was like this is so fucking stupid I hate it like what the yeah. fuck why do I care now it's like last night I've been doing a bunch of overhauling on my channel so like 
Last night, I'm just sitting there like, oh no, I only have three emote spaces, but I want the the Mikey P one, but but I also want the Hey Gang, but oh man, I want the Fresh. What am I gonna do? Like, really oh, man. having we... a moment about fucking emotes, bro. Yeah, we really stumbled stumbled into the rabbit hole there, right? <laughs> I mean, what is what the hell is going on? <laughs> But you know, some of my favorite things though about this is the screen names is like like some 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 people will be like talking about some real shit and be like, you know, it's like you know, and then my father, after years of neglect, turns to me and says, I love you, son. Thanks for the hundred biddies, fluffy plums. And or (laughs) thank you, Tadio Fabio, for that lurk. I appreciate it. You know, it's like it's a very (laughs) like it's like because due to the nature of this show that tends to happen a lot you know like we'll be in the middle of something and someone like gifts up <laughs> something and like shit's going down and i'm like do i interrupt my guest especially if they're not familiar with twitch do i interrupt them to tell them that i'm getting like rated or do i just let this yeah. happen but i need to address my chat like <laughs> ah. so that's how that's just how my grandma died hello <laughs> lick my balls how you doing how's it hanging <laughs> thanks for being here, yeah. here. long dong schlong thank you love you love you <laughs> wow um okay <laughs> do you guys hear that wait oh that kind of too do you hear it yeah, it sounds like Zelda or something. Oh, you know what? T- you know what that means? It's time for games, baby. It's time for oh. how much does it cost Uh-oh. on Craigslist. All right, guys, we're going to get set up here. Give us just a few minutes or seconds, really. <laughs> just give us a few seconds. We're going to get set up. We're going to play how much does it cost on Craigslist. Stay tuned. Well, that was the wrong button. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we are gonna we are gonna play. How much does it cost on Craigslist? So, it's a very simple game. You guess how much an item costs on Craigslist. It's kind of like the Price Is Right, but you can go over the price. It's whoever is closest to the actual cost of the item up for bid. And of course, this game is brought to you by modedstudios.com go check out moded studios to get all your favorite embroidered patches and apparel all right let's get into it guys oh golly hold on i'm sharing my get out of here all right so first item up for bid we have a duckling original painting i thought this was cute so we started here there's no description so i can't read anything to you guys so uh um uh, uh dead dead side how much do you think this painting cost on Well, oh, is it is it in biddies or no in, in US US dollars? Doing? Sorry, US dollars. <laughs> this is a, I think this is a very specific US website, I think. I, I I've I've come to find out that not a lot of people know overseas what the what Craigslist is. So it's basically just All a right, well, person to person marketplace. So I'd say the motif is is very artsy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do believe it's a small painting or uh, an extremely big frame. 
Um, so I would probably say $120. $120 says dead side. Rain Mystique says $1,250. Please drop your bids in the chat, everyone. How much do you think? Oh, and I for fucking forgot. We're playing for prizes, everybody. We're playing for patches. Just so you guys know, we have the I, I, uh, the Clark's Wallaby, if you want to get old school with it. We got the Clark's Wallaby. We got the Round Earth Club patch. We like that ass the same way we like our planet. Round Earth Club. There you go. We got Black LA, LA Black. We got the We Speak English Good patch. And we got one more CBD joint, uh, a pair of CBD joints. So... That's what we're playing for today. Yesterday, I forgot to play game. Well, I didn't forget. I just stupidly did not play them, but uh, that's okay. We're going to play a few rounds of this to make up for yesterday. So, Tadio Fabio does not have much faith in this painting. So, let's go through this. Uh, 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 Wallace says $375. Tadio says $11. Raina Mystique says 120 for dead side. Thank you, Raina. Uh, Mighty Mighty says 500. Wait, did I do that yet? Mighty Mighty. Um, let's see. Uh, Saucy Chicken Nugget, $11,000. My goodness, Saucy. My goodness. Uh, and then, of course, Maz, 87. All right, guys. We got our bids. If anybody wants to throw the, a bid in there, go ahead right now. You got until the end of this song. Drop your bit, 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 drop your bit. All right, we're gonna go. Sorry, Calicat. Once you drop a bid, you cannot change. So four thirty-five. I hope it's. Oh, sorry. I hope it's over twenty k. Me too. I really do too. All right. Because I have a command, I'm going to use it, and here we go. Oh, I did that totally wrong. Sorry, everybody. We're going to try this again. Uh, this is how these games take so long. I can't type, and I'm doing all this stuff. Okay, here we go. Actual retail price on Craigslist. $1,000. Hey, who got that? One thousand six. What? I think it's Raina. I think Raina got it. All right. Well, Raina, um, since you're my mod, you can either give it away or not. So it is up to you what you want to do with it. But I'm not giving you a patch. That is one expensive spring chicken. That's me, yo. Okay. So Raina, if you. Raina, uh, let me know what you want to do if you want to give the patch away or if you want to um, keep it or just go on to the next one. But we are going to move on. Next item up for bid. That's right. Rare Bill Mack bronze metal nude female sculpture wall art. Um, okay, so I'm going to read this to the best of my ability. Rare six-foot bonded bronze bass relief bill mac nude female sculpture titled contemp contemplation contemplation oh my god gee we, we we speak english good uh contemplation limited edition 47 by 75 hand signed and numbered on front upper right includes a personally signed art coffee table book by bill mac this large beautiful sculpture belonged to a well-known dallas celebrity 
Retail price was blank. This very collectible art sold out quickly and is no longer available in pristine condition. All right, the, the bids are already going in. All right, <sighs> Dead Side Blues, how much does this item cost? On I'm going to go, uh, I'm thinking, are you getting like the coffee book and all the, the other stuff in there? Yes, yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying that's, that's kind of a tell. Because, you know, they, they just throw in free stuff on top of it. And then they're also saying, like, and also he was a celebrity. Mm, yeah. I would say, I would say 10K. 10K. Deadside says 10K. <laughs> Wallace says 5K. Saucy Chicken Nugget says $1 million. Uh, Matt Suarez says 51275. Uh, uh, go ahead, drop your bids, everybody. Let's get them in there. We got, we got to get more people going than this. I, I know there's more of y'all in there. Yeah, look, we're, we're going to play. We'll, we'll play a little song for you guys and so you guys can get warmed up for it. All right, if you didn't drop your bid, it's too late. You heard the scat, man. All right, here we go. You know, I'm going to start doing this earlier. Actual retail price on Craigslist. $10,000. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> shit. Deadside gets it exact. Deadside, when you get it exact, you get a bonus prize. So, you gotta let me know what, uh, what, what, what patches you want. You get two patches for winning. So uh, you can tell me either in the whispers or something. But well, well, but I don't, I, think, can... I don't think you've seen the patches yet, right? Or did you see? Well, them it on... seems to me there's a tie, right? Where's the tie? Who else said 10k? Um, mighty, 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 sixty-one. Wait, oh my gosh, she did say ten thousand. Oh wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. tiebreaker. All right, all right. How do we do the tiebreaker? You're like Winfrey, bro. Everybody gets a prize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is how we'll do the tiebreaker. It's just gonna be a, a flip of a coin. And since Deadside is our guest, we will let him choose heads or tails. And I'm looking for a coin or something that represents a coin. And I didn't find anything, so I'm going to use this Carmex. It's a Carmex lip balm. It has uh, Carmex on the top and nothing on the bottom. It seems like this should work just fine. So uh, uh, you get a CBD, you get a CBD. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you for the coin, bud. All right. We got an actual quarter. Thank you. Thank you, Saucy. We got an actual quarter. I, one U.S. quarter right here. So we're going to flip it. And, uh, and uh, uh, Deadside, uh, what, what, what did you call? Or what, what do you want to call? I, I'm, I'm going to, since it's a, it's a scandally clad lady, I would say this one is a tail. Hey. <laughs> Boom. It's a tail. You guys, you guys can't see. I'm trying to be fair here. Look, I didn't move it. It's tails. <laughs> I swear it's tails. Dead side. I'm sorry, Mighty Mighty, but you always win. 
by the way, you owe well, me. Well, we could we could spread out the love. <laughs> Definitely. I'm I'm all for that. I'm no, all no, for that. No, no, no. My my money's won her fair share of uh, uh, patches. They could sit <laughs> they could sit back. They could sit back. Uh <laughs> No, no, uh, you, I'll show you the patches once we get back, uh, once I bring you back, and you can choose or you can whisper them to me or whatever you want to do, um, and I'll send them out to you. Okay, it's an American quarter. Yeah, it is rigged. It's American. American. Use a guitar pick, you bass player. Oh, calm down, sir. All right. Um, all right. Uh, we'll do an, uh, let's do another one. Let's do one more. Let's do one more, and then uh, we'll, we'll play some tunes here. Uh, okay, 1930 streetcar. Here we go. 1930 PCC streetcar. Great for a restaurant, bar, or store. Contact Raul. Uh, has its engines, benches, hand loops, and rails. Antenna, window, guards, etc. Electrical roof and flooring has been redone. He he doesn't he doesn't know how to write English good either, so that's okay. I don't mind. Oh my, who said this? Uh, random mystique. Oh, how dare you? Ah, <sighs> three thirty-three hundred. Okay, um, we'll do that after we we choose this. Okay, guys, drop your bids in the chat. How much do you think this streetcar from nineteen thirty cost on Craigslist? Go ahead and drop them in the chat. How much do you think it costs, uh, Deadside? <laughs> Raina says unconditional. I'm, I'm, I, I like that. I like that bit. <laughs> I, you know, honestly, I forgot how that even goes. Like, I practiced it like three times. <laughs> uh, I was just wondering what kind of – is it like hardwood flooring? It doesn't say, right? No, I think it's pretty jacked up. I think it's just like a bare bones thing. Um, all right, all right. It looks pretty, pretty lame. I, I mean, it just looks like uh, horrible. It, this is not really a bit. It's just what I would pay for it. Oh, and okay. I would say like I would say like uh, twenty bucks, and 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 that'll be like my ultimate hack. That would be like my best hackle ever. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Twenty dollars from dead side. Red Mystique <laughs> says ninety five hundred. Uh, Matt says 3300 Saucy Chicken Nuggets says six. I, I'm not sure if that's trillion. I, I think that's trillion. My future home and stream studio goals. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, Matt, I, I think my buddy's, I think that's my buddy's house. Yeah. Man, I, know, <laughs> I, I got a few buddies that I think that's his house too. Uh, like that. Okay. I, I, if, drop your bids in the, in, the, in the thing if you guys want to. Uh, of course, if you're lurking, I don't want to call you out of lurk. Wallace Nelson says 11,375. You got until the end of this jaunty tune. All right, it's Sonic. Uh, Wallace, it's Sonic. Uh, okay. Oh shit, I forgot to do this again. Go drum. Here we go. Four. Oh, Mighty Mighty got in right before you got right before you got right before Mighty. You're lucky. You're lucky. It's only because I love you. All right, here we go, guys. Actual retail price on Craigslist. 
$29,000 in El Paso, Texas. Hey. No. What up? <laughs> what up? The Contra music. Uh, no, it's Sonic. <laughs> It's the Sonic music. Okay, so who won that? Uh, Mighty Mighty says 20. I think Mighty Mighty took it. So there you go. Don't feel too bad, Deadside. Mighty Mighty won a patch um, that they will never receive. So there you go. Uh, you won. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Who who else is it? Who would be next in line? I think it would be Wallace. Yeah. So Mighty Mighty, uh, if you want your patch, I'm just joking. If you want your patch, you may have your patch, or you could choose to give it away if you like, because you know, um, you have like 50 of these patches. I don't know if you need any more of them, but you can have it if you want. Give it to Matt. Aww, look. Unconditional. <laughs> okay. God damn it. All right. Um. All right. I'm gonna play a song. L- let's bring Dead Side back. Um, and we'll, uh, I'll play a song and then I'll do a a quick set and then we'll call it a day. Uh, we'll be right back. Uh, all right, hold on. I'm just going to be on mic while I do this because I can, because it doesn't take a lot because my God, I did so much work to my stuff today that I, all I have to do is click a few buttons and it's just, and it's there. (laughs) I don't have to do a bunch of crazy shit anymore. Oh my God. Look at that. It's so much easier. Oh my god, it's so much easier when you actually do the work. So, Dead Side, I know you didn't get a chance to look at these. So, here is, uh, you got black, um, LA black patch. You you got the Clark's Wallabies. Uh, and then you got We Speak. Oh, those are some nice Wallabies. You like those Wallabies, don't you, baby? Uh, and then, yeah, I like Wallabies. Uh, and then the We Speak English Good patch. And then, of course, we have a... Um, a, uh, a, a, a CBD joint from these are Raina's sponsor, but she let me use some of them. Uh, which is what? What? What's the thing, Raina? Put the thing in there. Is it CBD? Uh, yeah, there it is. So pure Canogars provided these for our prizes. So you can choose from that. And uh, Matt, it, Mighty Mighty gave you her patch. So same for you. Choose which one you want. You can tell me now, or you can just tell me in whispers or whatever. Either way, it's all good. Uh, we're gonna, I'm gonna play Matt's song really badly because I don't remember how it goes other than unconditional. That's it. That's the only part I remember. So, this is, this is gonna be great. <laughs> and then I'll let you go. So, uh, or you can leave now if you'd like. I'm not gonna hold you here, uh, dead side. If you, if you have something to do, you, you could totally bounce. I would understand. No, I, I have to stay around for this. God damn it. I thought so. Okay. <laughs> All right. let, let, me, uh, let me move this for a second. I'm sort of I'm trying to keep it so you can see too, but I think you, can, you, you have me on too. You have the stream on. You can see the stream. Yeah. Okay, so you can see me. I'm, wonder, I'm wondering if Matt is ever afraid that, uh, that you might do a better cover of him. No, I don't think he would. Than ever, the original. He would never fear that out of me. <laughs> <laughs> There's no need to fear that out of me. <laughs> um, I, I forgot how this even goes, man. I'm so sorry. First of all, I want to apologize to Matt right now. <laughs> uh, because I know that what's about to happen is not how we intended this song. So I, I don't even remember how it goes, honestly. Um, let me just go. 
Oh, I can't even remember it now. And all I believed in is gone. Ever since I realized the carpet's been pulled beneath us all along. And now that my eyes are open, I'm trying to do the mat growl, but I don't have that. The universe looking down from above. I'll just keep living through the greatest reputation given love. Cause with unconditional to you, my friend. With unconditional to send, baby. Okay, verse two, everybody. <laughs> hold on, let me hold on. We need to try this again. Wow, Raina, you must really hate me, don't you? And all, the, and all, all the world should breathe, and its unity could be just understand. We just need to respect each other and live life holding hand. <laughs> And some may look at something a hopeless dreamer would say But I don't know why they would live their lives any other way But unconditional to you my friend Once again, unconditional to you, I send my baby. Unconditional love to you, I say. Oh. There you go. There you go, Matt. You're welcome. That was awesome. You're welcome, Matt. There's a, there's a bit of Leonard Cohen in there for you. Like, that was pretty cool. Like some poetry slam and stuff in there. <laughs> You're being too kind, mighty, mighty. You take those bits back right now. <laughs> Woo! I am like, if I wasn't sweating and nervous before, I am definitely that now. Wow. Like, I'm completely soaked. My back is completely soaked. That is insane. <sighs> mighty, mighty. Thank you so much for the biddies, of course. Thank you for the claps. Man, I have had such a great... Oh, my God. Matt Suarez. Matt. You, you, you doll. You angel. Gosh darn it. Thank you so much, man. And after I just did that to your song, <laughs> you're so kind, man. I appreciate it. I really do. Uh, okay, so I'm going to dedicate this next set to Matt and Deadside because he was my set. Deadside Blues, thank you so much, my friend. I really do appreciate it. I had a wonderful conversation, and like I, I really just it couldn't get any better than that. So I really do appreciate it. I respect the shit out of what you do, and um, I, I look forward to that EP for real. So, 
Thank you so much, man. It was so nice to be here and uh, awesome to talk to you, buddy. Hell yeah, man. Well, I appreciate that, bud. All right, man. Well, I'll be seeing you in stream then. And uh, this will come out in a couple weeks on audio as well. So um, I'll be sending you a bunch of stuff as well awesome. so, in regards to that. So have a good evening or good morning. It's almost well, morning. You too. You. Uh, it's almost midnight here. It's almost midnight. It's the party time. Yes, it is. It is. Thank you so much for having me, Mike. It was uh, it was a, it was a pleasure. It buddy. was a pleasure with mine, sir. You have a good evening, sir. Later. Thank you so much, Deadside, for coming on the show. Expect Deadside to be back on the show sometime soon, maybe maybe in January or something. Uh, I'd love to have him back on. He he wants to come back on. He feels like we didn't we didn't get to the we 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 didn't solve all the world's problems yet. So we're gonna try to solve all the world's problems with our next conversation that we have. So be on the lookout for that. If you if you like Deadside, please. Please go and follow him on on Twitch. Go subscribe to him. Uh, go go like and follow his band, the Hail Music Committee. You heard it here first. He's going to be recording new music. That first song that we played at the top of the show is called Wood, and I fucking love that song. The video is just as good, and I'll throw a vid- I'll throw the video for that song in the show notes as well. So cool, such a cool video. Um. Go and check out RainaMystique.com and uh, check out t- twitch.tv slash RainaMystique. She's streaming three days a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays, 7 a.m. And Saturdays is, well, whenever she feels like I spoke. Uh, let's see. Uh, we got twitch.tv slash We Speak English Good. Please go and give us a follow, subscribe. It'll cost you a couple bucks, but I'm telling you, what's a couple bucks for all this amazing content? Am I right? Am I right? I'm looking around the room like someone's here to lock eyes with and smile with me, but there's no one. That's a lie. There, there are people in here, but they're ignoring me. They're on their devices. But that's okay. They don't need to be all up in here. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, I'm going to get going here. We're not going to go into some long thing. I got to go spend time with the family because, you know, you got to do that. Even though we're in quarantine together, you know, sometimes we don't see each other. It's weird. That's, that's a weird thing that happened over quarantine. Is sometimes we don't, you don't see your own family and you're you're stuck in the house with them. So we're gonna go do stuff. So you guys have a wonderful rest of your week. Friday. Who do we got Friday? What? Oh gosh darn. Oh Eddie Blunt. Eddie Blunt is Friday. This is <laughs> what's funny is Eddie. Eddie came on the show I think on Halloween or at least it was Hallow's Eve or whatever. And so that's how old the episode is. So it's over a month old. It was before the president was the the new president elect stole the 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 election. I'm just kidding. I don't know if he stole the election. I I honestly it's just weird. It's a weird time. I I I almost guarantee there was some voter fraud, but I don't know if it was on a mass level. But, I mean, there's always some kind of voter fraud, you know? There's always these, like, little assholes who exist in these districts who are like, well, fuck them. So, I'm sure there was voter fraud, but is it prominent enough? Was it, did it occur prominently enough to, you know, not have a new president? I don't know. Who knows? Anyways, 
I'm not getting into that. I gotta get the fuck out of here. So everybody, be good to your fellow human beings. HJ's for everybody. I'll talk to you guys on Friday with Eddie Blunt. All right, guys. See ya. Peace.